get in there. Welcome to the Top 4 Podcast. My name is Peter. I'm top of the league. I'm an Arsenal fan. I'm doing Oscar, a Chelsea fan. Uh, ask Pete out. Get him out. Get him out of my club. Get him off captaincy. Get, get him gone. Get him gone. Yeah, new year, new me. Old, same old Aspie. Get this guy out of my club, man. Wow, Zah. I'm joined as well. Special guest, we've got Lola in the building, an Arsenal fan. Hey, hey. I'm in a good mood. Everyone's crap at the moment. There we go, indeed. Let me just double check. My headphones are not working well. Of course, Happy New Year to everybody who is live here with us. Thank you for joining us for another year of Top 4 Podcasts. And if you think, if you think we were going to change... Ladies and gentlemen, best believe, after a defeat at the GTEC Community Stadium, as I found out it's called today, Brentford 3, Liverpool 1. And AD is hiding from us. I don't know yeah, why he's I don't know where Adrian disappeared to. I don't know what's going on there. I don't know where AD's hiding. Before we get but, to the football, can I read some comments? Yes, you can. Uh, big up to her in the building. He says, hopefully people are good. Uh, shout out to Endo. He says, new, new year, new me. I hate football. I'm taking a sabbatical. Hey. And Weppo dunks on your head top, man. You gotta hold that one. You gotta hold that one. Um Taha says, Ayo, where's the Liverpool fan? I'm asking the same question. He's on the way. He's definitely on the way. But um yeah, Austin, yeah, Austin. yeah, I don't know where he is. But um Endo says, Oscar, your attendance has dropped recently. It's good to be back. Yeah, I had a little Christmas break, but I'm back. I'm back. New year. I'm back on on a on a horrible result. Um people are excited to see you, Lola. Hey. Taha's happy to see you. SW6, happy to see you. Amazing vibes. Fair enough, man. Fair enough. Uh, Murad says, good evening to the greatest football podcast to air on a New Year's substitute bank oh. holiday. I hear it, man. I hear it. I hear it. Uh, SW6 is happy that I'm back. <laughs> um, <laughs> let me get some... Some. Oh, okay. Murad says, New Year, new blessings, joy to the original cast. Guests and everyone in their chat. Wait, wait what's the original cast? You man. It's like a, uh, we haven't had a, a sugar babes thing where managers leave. So <laughs> 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 I said, Oscar taking breaks like Aspie when we went to the fair. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Um, all right, la- last one before we get started. C1 says, uh, saliva, con artist, stinkers, injected. Pick up the panel. I think he's talking about saliva and conate. But um, yeah. C1, you know, I swear he's Chels. Right? <laughs> I swear he's Chelsea. Well, yeah, he's happy. The Konate stinker, Saliba stinker. Mm. Mm. was great. Yeah. I see how he's let that one go. Yeah, he's let that one go. <laughs> Guys, let's get into it. Yeah, the G Tech Community Stadium, Brentford three, Liverpool one. As AD is now joining us, who is a Liverpool fan. AD, what on earth have we just been seeing for the past couple of hours? I can. I've seen a G Tech Community Stadium bouncing to Hey Jude, to Freed from Desire, to the music is going on. <laughs> <laughs> Those are big tunes. Those are big tunes. I don't know. I don't know if AD's having technical difficulties here. But Adrian, are you there? I wish I wasn't. <laughs> he's there. He's there. He's there. It's hiding his face. The shame. AD, talk to us, man. Yeah. Sorry, disgraceful bunch of chatting in this mute setting. <laughs> you know, you can see the reaction, but there's nothing going on. Bro, like, you know, like, Doc Cotton, yeah? Obviously, her son used to be nasty neck, right? And he was he was a murderer. He was a robber. He was he was an adulterer. He was everything, everything under the book. Everything in the book he was. But then they get to a point where 
Dot was just like, nah, but do you know what? You're just an embarrassment. That's where I draw the line with you. I'm ashamed. I can't even be angry anymore. Because what we've what, what, seen from Liverpool all season is nothing short of deplorable. All, see, all season long. And um, you, know, you, know, you know there's sometimes where you're having a bad season but you're cling on to little bits of hope. So, for instance, it was, yeah, but we've been unbeaten at Anfield for however long Van Dijk still got his streak. Or, yeah, but Canate's not been beaten in the league yet. And it's like, game by game, you know, another thing bites the dust. And we get into the point where we're... It's, it's just it's sad, man. It's sad. It's sad. Yeah. I, I don't even know where to start off from, from, from today. I don't even know what it was to start with today. Because what, what you were asking for, if you correct me if I'm wrong, AD, is that you were saying, you know, all I want is Liverpool to get some wins, get some wins on a bounce. Let's just go one game after the other. And then, you know, we can see what Liverpool will get going forward. Um, but it doesn't seem to be, like, it, it just seems to be the same Liverpool we've had all season. And, and, and also a part of last season as well. Mm. Literally, that's why, like, for me, like, I wasn't excited by yeah, I Liverpool had like four wins in a row. But where, where, where's the good play been? Where's it been? That Leicester performance, you thought Leicester performance was great? No, yeah. you were shocking. You should, you shouldn't have won that game. So, like, so, 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 I, I think, I think we, we was under no disillusion as to as, as as to where where we are at the moment. We need we, we need we need midfield reinforcements as simple as that. We've needed we've needed we've needed it since you know before balls kicked this season. Probably needed it before a balls kicked last season and even the season before that. And it's, and it's not and it's not been good enough ultimately. And and ultimately we're just um we're we're we're, we're reaping we're reaping the the um, rewards of poor of poor of poor planning. And here, and here's where we are. Listen, I ended the day. Liverpool and Peter said it for years and years and years and years. And this is why he's 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 loved and lauded Jurgen Klopp because Liverpool don't want to compete. They just they don't. Mm. You think you think that's what it's come down to? Is it is it just a case of not backing and and not take not putting this in seriously, like putting in a real stake to say, Do you know what, we're one of the best in England, and we want to stay one of the best in England. You think Liverpool are just not as a club? They're sort of like, look, we've got, we've got our title. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're good. Oh, we're good. It's, it's, it's like, yeah, we've got our first title in 30 years. You know, this will keep us This will keep us steady to the next 30. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> um, Endo says, uh, you know what's uh, so annoying? A win today and we leapfrog Spurs. Close the gap on Newcastle. We go away to Arsenal and move within five points of Manchester City. So frustrating. He also says, no, Ivan Tony." And they held three, eight points in eight away games this season. Where is my Liverpool? Yeah, I think I, I think a lot of fans are asking that question. Even if you're even if you're not a Liverpool fan, you're asking where is the Liverpool we've become accustomed to from twenty, let's say twenty nineteen to to you know the next couple of years. We, this is quite a shock result, Lola. You don't seem so surprised. No. Because I think I've 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 like we've been saying it for a minute. I've rated Liverpool. I think they're a good team, but they have. It's, it's, I feel like if you saw the whole thing, this shouldn't be a massive shock. By the midfield, they, they have because the midfield they haven't even attempted to try and fix it. It's been an, it's been an issue for time. We all, we all kept saying how when they won the the, the title, their midfield was all industry. There wasn't anything flary about it. There's no technical industry, and their and all their star came from the from their 
uh, fullbacks and they attack. Maybe you can add in the, um, the, the superstar keeper and like Van Dyke or whatever. But it was mainly like the fullback from the, and the attack. Then they slowly chipped away at the, at the attack. Firmino is, I don't even know if he's fit, but like he's, he's gone now. Mine is, like I said, he's gone. He's like, whatever. The midfield is crap. Fabinho has dropped off a cliff and has been for a minute. And their, their midfield today was Fabinho, Elliot, and Thiago, who's having to do up stretch. And he still did, and it's back to my thing I said last season about what's he doing? Running around, getting yellow cards. Mm. Literally, yeah. what he's doing. occasional trick here and there, but that's what he's doing there. So, and also, I'm slightly petty. The amount of like win that Liverpool fans find a way to turn every situation into something to be about them. And then even yesterday, when we're coming to Arsenal later, the Saliva stuff, they were, the, the amount of chat. I was hearing about Saliba made a mistake. Cool. Forget the fact that Saliba is like at least two years younger than Kanate. Cool. Whatever. Come today. What did you, what did, what did Kanate do? I gave away an own goal and basically gifted the last goal, pretending that he got pushed. That was soft as hell. This is big man doing up Gohan things and all that stuff. This was this was, this was the, the Kanate that was supposed to show and come and show out because Saliba messed up yesterday. This is what he came to. This is what I wanted to see. Cool. Enjoy. <laughs> what I would say though, I think I think the Kanati, the you know the shove you're talking about, the third goal. I, yeah. I think anywhere else on the pitch, they they give a free kick. <laughs> I, I think it's I think it's soft. I do think it's soft. Don't get me wrong. I think it's soft. Don't get me wrong. It's not a foul. No, no, no. I th- well, he, the, the, the Brentford player doesn't win the ball. The Brentford player doesn't win the ball. Even as Kanati. he's in possession of the ball. He's not. When was he in possession? He wasn't. He literally kicked his leg he, he was running Bro, ahead of him. It was a race. They both went shoulder to shoulder. And then if you watch it, Kanate loses his footing after the shoulder to shoulder. You know full well. You, you guys know full well. If this was in the middle of the park, the referee blows for a free kick. They always do. Why? They always do. Whether it's the right decision or not, they always do. Why are you suggesting that he wouldn't do it when Brentford are through on goal? Because it's a soft penalty. It would be too soft for a penalty. It wouldn't be a penalty. Uh, not a penalty. Sorry, not a penalty. I mean, as it in a free, free kick. Uh, a free kick, yeah. It would be too soft I mean, for a free kick. What I'm saying, even in that game, there was there was soft fouls that the referee was letting go, meaning that was not going to be called even if it wasn't in the middle of the park. Sure. Listen, VAR didn't give it because didn't give it as a you know disallowed goal purely because it wasn't an obvious error. It definitely wasn't an obvious error. But it wasn't an error, period. You're a giant man who somehow decided to tumble over and tried to win a foul, they didn't. He's not, like, Gabriel's very good at doing it. If you watch that, he's absolutely brilliant at winning fouls. He's, and it's, it's hilarious, obvious. Kanati can't do it. He tried, he failed. They tried to, to con the ref into saying he got pushed. You didn't. You got embarrassed by a brother. He's being, it's just, it's just it's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, you know, you, you look at Liverpool having the possession of, like, 72% and, and having the most shots on goal. I think they had just shy of the, of the on-target shots. Is there any part of you, Adrian, at least, that feels Liverpool were somewhat unlucky wow. in terms of like another another day would have been a Liverpool victory? Or you're not Hell playing? No, it? bro. That first half, like Brentford. First of all, let's not let's not even start. Let's not even kick off with the fact that Brentford had what two. We saw alone had two disallowed goals. Could have had a hat trick. Yeah, I mean, so, 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 so let, let's not kick off there. I think I think for for large periods of the, of the game. I thought Brentford had had the better of it, but what what I want to park on is I think Lola said made a point a while ago with regards to Liverpool's midfields. The, the 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 thing is right that Brexit midfields, it gave us running, it gave us intensity, 
I knew before before balls even kicked, we are going to suffocate the life of this opposition midfield, whoever it is, whether it's whether it's Barcelona, whether it's Barnet, I know what I'm gonna get from this midfield. Fast forward to, to today, first of all, I don't know what combination is gonna bowl up. I saw Naby Keita the other day. Listen, what 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 we need what we need for starters, what we need for starters on a on a what what book is Lenny from? Of my cement. Of brother, my cement. I, listen, brother, on of my cementing, you need to you need to you need to line certain CMs up, you need to make them face Goodison Park, and you need to you need to hammer the boom that like they shouldn't be here anymore. For starters, just just for starters, before we even kick off. Because 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 I look I look at I look at loads I look at load of these midfielders. They don't give they don't give us what made us good. They're not they're not intense, they're not hard working. Then, then, they're not, they're not physically elite. So, so, so then you get to the point where, well, if you're not doing the basic book standard stuff that Milner was doing five years ago, and you haven't necessarily, and you haven't, got, and Bar Thiago, you haven't got the technical quality to impact games, then what are you doing? Yeah, to see to see Naby Keita come on for Harvey Elliott, I felt so sorry for Harvey. I felt like, you know what, what's he what's he taking this hit for? Obviously, I think Klopp made three subs, didn't he, at halftime. Um, sorry, you were going to say something, Lola? I was going to say, I didn't feel sorry for him in the sense of that he was poor. <laughs> so... Yeah, I, I think he just thought, I need to change, I need to do something, something yeah, needs to yeah. happen. And, you know, he went for it. And who knows, had Darwin Nunes' goal actually been onside and had he scored and it went in, could we have had a different second half? I don't know. Right, oh, but it was a great but by the way, by the way, it was a great finish. Did, did anyone see that? It was a fantastic. Finish. Anyway, Darwin is cold when he's offside, you know. <laughs> when he played for Benfica, he buried Allison like three times at Anfield. I can't like, lie, I can't <laughs> lie, you man. That's that's that Timo Werner, man. I know that. I know. I know that he's cold when he's offside. I know that line. That's that Timo Werner, man. I'm saying, I said this, and then you were saying I was being extra. Now, Darwin, listen, listen, I've got, listen, genuinely, yeah, I've seen, I've seen players come and go at Liverpool. I've had question marks. I've got, I've had doubts. I'm putting, it, I'm putting, I'm putting it all in the line on Darwin Nunes. My neck, everything. Darwin Nunes, that is the real McCoy. I've seen, I've seen enough. Trust me. He's going to be insane. Trust me. Oh, man. So Liverpool now eight points behind league leaders Arsenal in the Premier League title race. Um, I take it would we all agree Liverpool are not in this title race this season. It's, it's probably a step too far for them this year. Um, do we believe they will make the top four? I I still think they're top four shouts because I don't know. United are better, but I'm I'm still whatever with them because even some of the games they've been winning, it's been a bit, ooh, bit it's been a bit all with it. Spurs, the second Spurs fell out of the top four, they're not getting back in. So I've removed them completely from this. Spurs aren't getting back in the top four. Huh, so interesting. Not. The second they left, they're not going back in. Wow. Okay. Yeah, well, I think Liverpool are within the shout, innit? Because depending on what happened with Newcastle, I think it's what a Newcastle United. Uh, oh, I forgot about Chelsea. Chelsea are currently in ninth place. We'll get to them later. Don't you worry about it. They're behind Brentford, funnily enough. They're the lowest West London. They're yeah. the lowest West England. London side in the league. I think. You could have done us a favour, still, but yeah, I'm not ruling Liverpool out of top four yet. Yeah, but Oscar, yeah. Do you, know what I mean? you can't expect a bunch of people to help you when they can't even help themselves at the moment. Facts. 
Um, Pete, a couple a couple comments on Darwin Nunes. Um, we kind of spoke about him already, but um, C1 says Nunes has missed 16 big chances this season. That's kind of crazy. Can I can I counter that point there? Nirai also said the difference between Nunes is what's the difference between Nunes and Florence Cinema Pongo? Okay, first of all, to the other comment that was earlier, I remember yeah. Luis Suarez had this exact same tally. What did he do the next season? He absolutely destroyed the league the next season. Oh, so I'm, I'm, I'm just telling you, don't take those big chances missed as I'm not a criminal. Take, don't take the, don't take those big chances missed. Say again. Yeah, that was criminal. Still, I agree with you, but oh. I'm just saying. I remember Suarez was missing like glorious chances, but it made me think this guy's dangerous. He's lethal. Same mm. thing about it. it's how I feel about Nunes. I'm not saying he is Suarez. I'm just saying when Suarez missed his chances in the first that half of the season and then the following year, he then became nasty the year after that. Yeah, so that could, that could happen to Nunes, but also it, it's it's toss of, toss of a coin. He's either going to be Suarez or he's going to be. It's not a toss of a coin. Let me be very clear. Darwin Nunes, Darwin Nunes is the truth. Okay, and that's your and that's your belief. Like I said, it's a difficult. Okay, sorry. I'll wait for you to jump on the train. Don't okay. worry. You guys, go, and when it, when you jump on, the train's left. I mean, I'm when you going. jump on, the train will be left. I'm, guys. I'm running on the tracks at the moment. No, no, no. But all I'm saying is, I didn't say I think it's crap. I just don't think he's. I don't think it's anything for me to to me to believe he's going to be amazing. If he if he turns out to be great, fantastic. If he turns out to be crap, doesn't he's, he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna be amazing. I, Let me I have very no, Reason to kind of care either which way where Nunez goes. He's a play for us. I don't think he's going to He's a good. He's a good kid. He's a, good, he's a crackhead. But we'll see if he turns. We'll see which way he goes. He's a good kid. He's a crackhead. How do those two things correlate? It works. Taha <laughs> uh, says, uh, "I swear, Werner only had 18 big chances missed in his worst season." Um, he also asks, if "Nunez is the truth? Then what is the lie?" That's a great question. <laughs> Team of Verna. <laughs> That's yeah, the lie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the lie. If, if Nuno goes to Team Verna, right, or actually just fixes up and figures out, maybe I should be offside. Say that again. I'm just saying, maybe he needs to figure out if he wants to be onside or not. Wow, is that, is that, this is the criticism of what we were giving yeah. Nunes. Is can, I, can I? Slightly, yeah. off, slightly off topic. Yeah, on target. It's weird. Slightly off topic, but can I say something about the offside rule? Yeah, oh. I, I think it's it's horrible. Like it's a horrible rule that ruins football games and should. Oh, no. should Absolutely, and I, hear, hear me out on this one. What I would change it to is right now, if any part of your body is that you can score with uh-huh. is in an offside position, then your rule is offside. Hey, Ad, talk up for me, please. Ad, think, talk up for me. Please. I think it should be I if any you. part of your body is onside, then you are onside. Because I said before, if a part of your body that, that is like onside, whatever, so like if it's your shoulder, but your entire whole body is offside, yeah, so you because so you're, you're you're on and everything else is off. And yeah, you you that's rude. That's nonsense. Why I believe in, in I believe in broad daylight. That's the exact same example. I literally yeah, believe. You said daylight. Hang on, as in, what I'm saying, Oscar, to, is, to your point, this, this is, first of all, this is exactly what Wenger said. Look at Mirad. Obviously, Mr. Wenger said it himself. But also, Oscar, when you're saying, at least you're, you're saying any part of the body is onside, then that's onside, right? When I say broad daylight, what I mean is that there's no part of that body being oh, so in line with the meant. defender's body. Okay. That's what broad daylight means. I agree with you. I thought you meant like there needs to be like a, 
I don't need to see the light through you. Yeah. I don't need to yeah, see the, freaking, yeah, the ray. But what no, I'm saying is, Wenger suggested that any part that is onside should be onside. Because, like, let, let's let's look at Darwin Nunes' goal today that was chalked off. It's not goal hanging. He did not gain any advantage from being that inch no. ahead of the defender. It's, and it's the offside rule, pull it off. like if you remember, Oscar, the offside rule was brought in because bare man goal hanged. People were goal hanging, like yeah. chilling with the goalkeeper whilst the back four was on the halfway line. That's what was going on. That was going on back in the day. So they had to bring something to, to close the gap. Isn't there a point to be said that sometimes some of these goals happen without like maybe like a second offside or whatever? Sometimes that second of speed is what gives you the advantage. You could be matching speed with someone. And then I'm with Oscar though. There's no advantage, man. What's the advantage? I'm saying where the argument coming is like if you've got two two players who are relatively about the same speed, and one of you is one a second advantage because you are technically offside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then what if it's Mbappe versus Lovren? You know, Lovren's a slow centre half and Mbappe's a lightning fast striker. But I'm saying you could argue that as well, saying if there's like, I don't know, who's quick? Freaking Lamptey versus well, Blanks versus Martinelli. Nice say Martinelli's off. Like on side, they're both quick, they're both rapid. Martin is offside, but maybe a bit of him is on. You let it go, but then because Lamptey maybe could on on a, on a foot to foot race could actually match him if he's onside. Now Martin has got an advantage for being slightly offside. He's got a head start. <sighs> yeah, but, I'm not, but that's, I, I, I'm you're, you're saying you're saying slightly offside. I'm saying under the new rules that wouldn't be offside. That would just be there's a part of me that's level, so we're level. That's, that's my point. I'm saying you're, that's, you're. I'm basing it purely on what's happening now. A second is not like it's not like a thing where like oh whatever yeah they're, they're not like hanging their hand on the freaking goalpost, but a second is all you need to kind of get an advantage. Yeah, of. What's the, what's the worst that's going to happen? The worst thing that happens is we see more goals in football. That's the yeah, worst thing. That what I'm saying is, but the whole point is. They're trying to kind of balance the whole. For me, the offside, the offside rule has never bothered me because it's like that's one of the one thing that is relatively speaking about the same. It's everything else. Everything else should get as well. For me, offside tends to be. It's always. It sucks. Don't get me wrong. I'm not happy with like oh a toes offside, but that's te- very rarely is the offside rule unfair in terms of like across the board. In fact, like, everyone kind of gets screwed. Whereas the ones that annoys me are like off the, 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 the what people think are fouls. Yeah, when it comes to judgment, referee's judgment is always more great. But nothing's ever going to be fantastic because they'll find someone will find a way to make your new rule messed up. Whereas it sucks either which way. Every, it's up for everyone in my opinion. It's the fouls and the handballs and stuff like that. That's the, that's the suggested ones for me. I, I I just think back to when uh, Chelsea played Liverpool in the League Cup final. Lukaku is. Clearly, yeah, yeah, that was big. That was criminal. The chance yet to redeem his career after that shot. And they smashed it from him. Yeah, I didn't say it's perfect. What? I I didn't say it was perfect. I said, I said, majority of the time, outside rules are correct in terms of how they say it is. Not so. It's the one that it sucks. It's the ones like you know the the FA Cup final where Sanchez blatantly handled it. You know what I mean? Those yeah. kind of things where it's like, how, like he did this. He, he was doing the Rock Nation sign and yeah, he yeah. slammed the ball down and you guys scored. Those are the kind of things like, also, I it sucks, but I kind of play it in terms of like, I understand how they're going to do it. If any part of you that they can't, you can score. It sucks. It is what it is. If it's across the board, it's across the board. That's like the one of the few things across all leagues that's the same. It's the other things that are annoying. Pete, you, you was at Wembley that day, innit? No, I was at a pub. I was indeed. No, I was, in, I was at Wembley. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I, think I've, I think I've never lost at Wembley. Really? No, I've lost one, lost one game at Wembley. Really? Two games at Wembley, tell a lie. Two games. <laughs> two and six. Two and six ain't bad. Huh? Hey. 
I've been at two finals, lost them both. I'm to get GSX for the moment. <laughs> <laughs> it's all mad. I mean, look, yeah, the offside rule is what it is. Liverpool, however, the bottom line is this. Liverpool losing 3-1 to Brentford. Brentford up to seventh in the table. They're the highest West London club <laughs> in the Premier League table this season so far. Um, having played two more games than Chelsea and one more than Fulham. Who else lost on the weekend? Let's go over to the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, shall we? Because, people, did we see Mr. Antonio Conte, the tick, the, to- the TikTok of the bomb? I told you guys, I told you guys from day one when he walked in the helm, I said to you, just give it time. He's, he's coming. Just give it time. He's about to explode. What did you hear him say on, on, the, uh, on, on his post-match interview? Did anybody listen to it after they lost 2-0 at Aston Villa, at home to Aston Villa? He said... That maybe fifth, you know, maybe fifth and sixth is 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 the level basically for Tottenham Hotspur that they shouldn't expect to be finishing any higher. You know, he said finishing in the top four was a miracle. He called it. He called it a miracle last season. Uh, and uh, yeah, what are your thoughts? Unai Emery's Aston Villa winning yet again, beating Spurs yet again. Um, Oscar, we'll go to you on this one. I'm surprised you came to me. Um, Okay, then I'll go somewhere else then. <laughs> I have Lola, do you, 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 have a, you want to have a butchers on this one then? <laughs> it's been fun, really, because I've, I've been waiting for their annoying clutch game to just kind of bite them in the ass. Because it's one of those, I haven't been able to kind of enjoy a Spurs like conceding a goal for games. They keep finding a way to draw or win the game. It's very annoying. So even when Villa scored the first one, I was like, oh, it's, it's hilarious, but I'm not trying to. Even with the way the mood of the game was, even because like, the, the game felt different this time. I suppose ruined my vibe of them conceding because they kept freaking coming back. So it was like, I, I need a time for me to actually enjoy Full time now. Oh, no, full time. When they scored the second one, I was like, yeah, okay, they're not coming back from this one. And I was like, I was just I was just very happy because, firstly, my disdain for Louise came out again. I was like, yes. My, 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 my feelings of how I don't rate him as a keeper showing again in the first goal that he conceded. The defence of Spurs is hilariously bad. Both of the goals were really good, to be honest. It was like awareness and the second one we go for. And Spurs, I, just, I wish you nothing but the worst. You are a horrible team with a bunch of men who get away with murder. And I hope you finish 10th. Wow. Wow, AD. Uh, Antonio Conte, how many months have you given him? Months, weeks or days? Because... This, this, gas, this gasket, this top can blow at any moment. But do you know what it is? Do you know what it is, yeah? Like, Con, like Antonio Conte is Antonio Conte, but I'm so sorry. You look at, you look at, just, just look at the way Spurs are playing. Like, forget anything else. And he needs to, in my opinion, like, Conte needs to take some of the flag. Don't get me wrong. Crap players, sure. Ball doesn't back to me, sure. But, bro, like, you, you, your team can't attack. It sucks. It's boring. It's boring to watch. You know what? I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Why was Jose Mourinho sacked? He was sacked because Levy didn't want the didn't want Jose to have the power of saying, "I won you the cup." The cup. Because they're, going <laughs> wow. they're going to win that. If Jose stays, they win that cup. Yeah. So the he was sacked. Okay, so to say, politics are not football because I look at I look at the body of work. I can't tell the difference. I, I don't think it was this bad under Jose. Like, bro, it's, 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 it's asinine. It's about equally as bad. It was just bad. Yeah, okay, maybe, maybe, bad. yeah. And just bad. 
on the I think, I think Conte's looks better because they've actually picked but, up and brought in horrible performances. Yeah. Conte's yeah. Conte's are better in my opinion, Jensen, but it's it's it's, it's, it's crap versus rubbish. They're both poor, just one slightly anyway. Yeah, it's just they've just been poor in all the games they've won. It's just like that annoying thing is what they won then, so you can't really say much. Now mm-hmm. they've lost, you can say much because the players have been Hurricane was horrible. Son has been horrible. They, the, the midfield is nonsense. I don't know what he's done to Basuma because people can chat what they want. Basuma's a good player. He's been nonsense at Spurs. I don't know what the defence is. And I have got such a massive vendetta on Romero because the way people talk about him like he was at the second coming for the centre-backs. Like in his first six months, I was talking about how we were the best. Mm. Like it, was, it was Van Dyke and then him. I said, I've seen him since he's been here. I don't get the hype. He's an aggressive Argentinian centre-back who fouls a lot. He's, he's okay on the ball it's just because he's got energy they want to gas him up and say he's some kind of sick defender he's not he's wow. so fine are you saying he's like the, the Argentine Rudiger Rudiger's way better than him like what, it's not even close as, a, as an aside I disagree Chelsea fans got very disrespectful to Rudiger when he left for some, for some reason I don't know why no? wait what no, let's not talk about Rudiger now, please. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll get mad. I'll get mad. Um, Asad said, let's talk about human son. No, I'm say it now. Talk he's about him. He's horrible. He's a good finisher, but other than that, he offers absolutely nothing. No, because I think someone said it in something I listened to before, where it says, like, when Son first came, he was an all-round good footballer. The past few seasons, he's just been a finisher and been nothing else on the ball. He's just mm-hmm. been under the hand and quick. Mm-hmm. And now he's not scoring goals. What's he there for? Spinning around and getting mad at the ref for not giving him fouls. Like, he's just there for, for their sake. Kane's not feeding him, so he's been dead as well. I've looked at this Tottenham squad for, for years, right? I've looked at this squad for years, and I've sat there in disbelief that they make top four football, that they finish top five, top six in any given season, right? Because their squad is a joke, okay? It should never be competing amongst the top four, top five teams. It should never. It should never. When the likes of Man United, Chelsea, and Arsenal, and Liverpool, and City, if they all pull their fingers out, Tottenham are nowhere near that top four, top five, top six. They're nowhere near it. They should be nowhere, anywhere near it. Now, of course, they've got a world-class striker in Harry Kane, right? And at this moment in time, they've got a world-class manager and have had have had good managers in the last couple of rounds, right? In terms of Mourinho and Antonio Conte. The truth of the matter is, though, when I look at their team, let's be let's be very honest. Villa's eleven versus Spurs' eleven. Whose was better, really, on the day? Who's is not on the day, sorry, on paper. Who's is really better in terms of players? Because I'm struggling. You don't know it is. I'm wait, struggling wait, wait. there. Spurs have got the match winners, though. Also, also, no, no, let me, let, me, let, me, let me continue. Hang on one second. Not just Aston Villa. I look at a Leicester City, for example, who've been, who've been sort of teasing in that top four, top five situation. I look at the players. You look at the squad on paper. If I'm on Football Manager, I'm winning, I'm beating Spurs every single time with Villa and with uh, Leicester City, for example. Uh. I'm beating them every single time. I look at Wolves' midfield. Hang on, I'll, I'll take it far. I'm going with Wolves' midfield when it's got Neves and it's got Matinho and so on. I'm going with them over Spurs' midfield at this current moment in time. So, yeah, I'm not going to Leicester one. The Leicester one was a bit No, no, it's, it's a stretch. It, don't get me wrong, it's a stretch. It's, it's just because the Wolves we've become accustomed to is a Wolves that is, I no, think, is really Leicester. poor. Oh, no, it, wait, 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 even, I, I, even Leicester's I, midfield. 
Who's the team though? Not midfield. Look at you. Look at uh, what's it called? Spurs' defense. We we spoke about the goalkeeper numerous times. We look at their defense, right? And even the forward line. When you really actually peel behind the the, the orange, right? Kane. <laughs> <laughs> and, and as you said, and as you said, Son, right? And you said Son has done not really much but score goals, right? Just finishing the goals, right? Fair enough. I think that's a fair assessment. But people like Perisic are their best players currently at this moment in time, right? Yeah. Haggard, haggard old men that are coming into this side, right? Son is thirty, so I don't know whether that's got something to part. That's got a part to play in him. I don't know. Um, but you know, Kulisevsky, everyone was ranting and raving about him. Okay, availability is the best ability at the end of the day. So if we can if we can actually see some games from you, then that would be great. That would be a great one to start. Well, with. you're a scumbag, you know that. I'm not a scumbag. No, I can't be. I can't be. I can't be because it's it's it's, it's all good. He's a very good player. Why are you doing he, that? I didn't say he's not. I didn't say he's not. I didn't say he's not. I just said availability is the best ability. That's all I said because I've 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 lived for years, Lola. We've had we've had the like we've had the like in our football club where they are top quality players that don't get ten games a season, and if you don't get ten games a season, I don't want to hear it anymore. But anyway, I just look at I look at Spurs' squad, and and it, all I ever think is how stupid is Conte for going there? Like it's it's that's the thing that I think I find because I'm I'm a lover of Antonio Conte. I'm a lover of you know Italian managers, full stop, Serie A, the whole thing, right? But the more I think about it, the more I press down. This is the first Italian manager where I'm looking at his eyes and I'm saying, what was you actually thinking? Like on a real, what was you actually thinking? Because it's a, it's a it's a stinker. First of all, anyone that leaves any football club to go to Spurs, that's a stinker. But number two, he left into Milan, and people will make comments about the situation that was at Milan, right? That they lost players, they had to get rid of a lot of players, they had to, you know, make up a lot of money, blah, blah. I'm sorry, he, he would go back to Inter Milan now. He would run there right now if he could. Yeah. Because he is telling the board, he is telling the club, and he's telling the fans, more importantly, you guys need to sack me. Because he's yeah. not going to leave. He's yeah. not going to leave in terms of like, lose out on that money. Yeah, yeah. Said, and Oscar, Oscar, he's not signing that new contract. When I told you yeah, he yeah. will not be here in 2023, you laughed at me. No, yeah. Nigel Farage saying you, said, you, you sat said, here and laughed at why me. Why are you lying? You said he wouldn't be here in 2023. It's 2023 now. You said he wouldn't see 2023. Oscar, Oscar, look, okay, he saw 2023. Fine, no, he saw 2023. That. But let's let's bear this in mind. We had a World Cup year where basically, look, we're game 15, 16, 17, right? Yeah. Usually in December or New Year's Day, we're game 19, 2021. 20, Give yeah. it time, he will be out of here. Let's make no mistake about it. Let's pick no bones about it. Ah, Let's pick no bones. Yeah, go for, for it, go for it. Go for it. There's, there's so much stuff that you said, yeah. There's so much stuff in the comments that's going on that's just oh, agitating love my it. soul, yeah? Love it. First of all, why have you completely ignored the fact that I told you from day one when he took this job, Antonio Conte is a criminal. The fact that you said you are a lover of Conte shows me that you've never had this guy manage a team that you are solely invested in. It's never happened to you. Internationally. I pray. I pray I'll still, Internationally. Internationally. You, I won, he won the league with, he won the league for Inter Milan last time I checked. One yeah. year. Yeah. Took what, one happened year bang. what happened after that? He left. He that's did. Why, that's, he that's, why, that's why I'm he like, fell. that's why I'm asking, I'm questioning, I'm questioning his, um, his his choices. I question his decision making in life. I question it very very big. By the way, carry he's on. Sorry, criminal. He's an carry absolute on. criminal, and he's a media whore. He comes out every single press conference, and just, just tries to destroy the club that he's that he's employed by, and make it seem like everything is happening to him and not with his involvement. Like. 
He, I'm sorry, like, you... I, also, the thing that annoyed me at first is you had the nerve to come in here and start talking about Aston Villa's team. But when we were talking about Steven Gerrard, you, you told us at length how Aston Villa's team was nothing. Yeah. I did. I did. I'm sorry. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Wait there. You see, Oscar, stick to the script. What do I think of Tottenham? Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. What, 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 I, haven't, like, I haven't minced my words here. How I feel about Spurs is how I feel about Leicester, about but, Villa, about ooh. Wolves, about the lot. All I was all I was saying was that in you know in the time when Gerard was there, they could yes. get these kind of results. Agreed for sure. That. But, but Oscar, 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 wait, Oscar, that's not fair because that's not fair. Only because number one, everybody, every man and his dog knows Unai Emery is a better manager than Gerard. Unai Emery has won Europa League titles with teams that shouldn't even be in Europe. Let's let's be very clear. Let's be very clear. When we were saying when we were saying that Gerard's doing a bad job, you try to come on this whole. Oh, you can't expect anything from. And what? Okay. And what I'm saying, and what I'm saying is, Unai Emery's doing an exceptional job. He's beaten Manchester United. He's beaten Spurs. He's doing an incredible job right now at the Villa. That's what I'm. That's what I would say. I'm, I'm being consistent here. I, listen, when I look at Aston Villa, I don't see anything. They don't. They don't. They don't. They don't arouse me. Nothing. There's nothing about them that I, I see and I think yes, yes and amen. Nothing. However, however, when I look at the likes of uh, when I look at the likes of somebody like Unai Emery coming into that side, it's it's Villarreal or Jace, isn't it? He's gone to Villarreal of the Premier League, and even then, I'm pushing him. I'm pushing Villa too high here. They are just. They are Cadiz. They're a team that shouldn't be. You've never seen them in Europe. You don't even know who Osasuna is. You never heard of them. But they're a team that, that like of Unai Emery's ilk, like when uh, Ancelotti went to Everton, it's like these are managers that are, 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 are managing clubs that are beneath them. That's, the, that's what it is at the end of the day. They're beneath them. And you know that, Oscar. Let's not do this about Villa. Come on. Let's not do this. In, in, all, in, in, all your, in all your opinions and everyone's opinion here, where do you think Villa should finish look, based on their team or on paper? Where should they finish in the league? What do you want to reckon? I'm not being consistent when I say that. To be honest, the money and the, and the type of squad that Villa have, I've been consistent in saying they should, they should be pushing the top 10 finish. I've been consistent with the top 10. Okay, top 10. I, I agree with you on hey. top 10. No, no, no. But, no but I, said, I said top 10 finish, that they should be getting up to finish. And, they, and I said, and I even said that, I remember I said it here, why shouldn't they be fighting for conference? And I was told they, I was, they should be a top eight side, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Top eight. They spend money, bro. Every summer. Who doesn't spend money every summer, though? Nah, bro. Who doesn't? You talk about Leicester, Wolves, the teams you mentioned earlier. They don't spend as much money as, as Aston Villa. Aston Villa been paying. Come on, guy. Go look at Oscar. Go look at Leicester's accounts. Go look at Wolves' accounts. Are you sure? You compared Villa to Villarreal, wherever the bloody hell in Spain they were. Yeah. Yeah. But the money they spent is Sevilla better than Villarreal or where it was like Sevilla. So they, say again, sorry. Sevilla are they better than Villarreal? Yeah, yeah for sure. And for Aston sure. Villa stole their best centre back, no? Say that again, sorry. Aston Villa stole Sevilla's best centre back. He got injured, unfortunately. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, just, they did. That midfield is very comfortably a very good level midfield. Kamara is a very good midfielder who got injured for a long time. Don't forget this; he was out for time for Villa when he recently came back. We've got mm. Dia in there, who maybe was overhyped, but he's still a very good, like, yeah, he's good player. You've got McGinn, who I don't personally rate, but he runs around a lot. He's useful. I, I rate McGinn still, yeah. He's I'm a useful, useful guy. I'm taking my Chelsea. So you rate him, that's my point. Look at that. That's a very solid Premier League midfield. Watkins is a crackhead. He's very much the same thing as Nunez, where they run around a lot, they'll miss a lot of goals, but they're a nuisance as hell. And mm. they will fish out something out of nothing. But I think Bailey, if he's actually on it, He's a very tricky and kind of like actually kind of fun winger. 
or like an attacker kind of thing. They've got a good enough team to be fired for conference. They've just been badly coached and bad and unfortunate. Some of their best players, they've got ACLs in the, the, the centre-back or yeah. Kamara got his knee injury. And then also, for some reason, they're stuck with freaking Mings, who's lucky he's left-footed. That's the only reason why he's playing football. And look at deep it, and then you got you bring Martinez back into their call. He's better than Olsen. <clears throat> like all these little things they have, they have a very good enough team to be fighting for confidence. Okay, so so you, you made a great case for Villa here, and so and and by, by the looks of that, right, they are they've got a better squad than what we just say Spurs have because you take Martinez over Yoris, you take probably Consar and the like over whatever Spurs offer, whatever they serve this weekend. I, I, my my right aside, I do think like what's his name. Guerrero is better than all of their centre-backs. Don't get me wrong. I'd say so. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Have to be. No, no, we we agree there. Um, And then then obviously the the, the player that they... What's what's the player that they nicked? Was it Carlos something? Sanchez. Um, Was it Sanchez? I think it was Carlos Sanchez. Yeah, so, you know, the centre-half that they... We haven't yet to see properly play. I don't Um, know. Fine, fine. But I'm saying he's a decent enough centre-back. Right. Right, so you know, and obviously, probably that's why I live, um, the Villa board looked at Jared and said, "Look, come on, man, you could you could serve up a better dish than what we're getting, right?" <laughs> so then it goes to say, then has Conte got a point then with his Spurs side? Let's go back to the matter at hand. Spurs spent like a hundred and something million, and people raved about their transfer window, how early it was, how everything was done, and then when we look at that Spurs side, everyone's picking a hole everywhere. Yeah, but then I think as I said before, they have got match wins. Like we can, I, I can pick through the Spurs team. And tell you how did it. People were overhyped and died for being decent. Not even being great. Because he was decent, they were they were lauding so much praise on Dyer. It was hilarious. He's still, he's still mid at best. It's still Ferrer oh, yeah. in there, which is hilarious. Who else is that centre back? They've got Sanchez Compton, Ricky and Emerson. Ben Davis. Ben Davis is playing centre back. It's probably been their best, if I'm being honest, or one of their best anyway. Like, I mean, like, <laughs> that, that shows you. That shows you the, the level. That tells you everything. If their fit is actually is a good is a good midfielder, but Benton calls on it. He's a very good midfielder there. We've got Pacific, again. I think he's being utilized wrongly because he's better than what he's showing. He's way better than what he's showing. I don't care. I don't get how you can drop so differently from when you were at Brighton to Spurs that quickly. I don't care what anyone tells me. That's a good midfielder. There's been no misusing him. Hoyberg is fine. He's a fine midfielder. And you've got the attack. Who you can't ignore the power of match wingers. You've got Kane. You've got Son. We've got Kalisevsky, Perisic is a bit... Basically, I think you can kind of be the match or say, whilst maybe like squad, if you look at poke, poke holes and things here and there, the power of match wins is so big that you can kind of see how they manage to be getting in and out top four. They have these guys who can and frequently do win them games. You make a good point. You make a good case. Definitely they should be winning those games, yeah? Definitely, and I agree, you know... What was it? Ten games in a row they conceded first, and all that kind of shenanigans that's been going on. You know, like you know, like how, but you know, like how they recruited Mourinho, and then everyone got surprised, right? Like they all got surprised that this is what's happening with Mourinho and Spurs, and then again you get surprised. You know, everyone's surprised a little bit with Conte and stuff like that. It's like if you think Conte has come in here, you're gonna you're gonna win trophies. You, there's a big piece missing in this puzzle is that you have to provide every ammunition you can for him to, to to succeed, right? The same with Mourinho. You can't serve him this play of squad and expect anything. He said last year getting in the top four was a miracle and he knows it as well. And I'm glad he said that. I'm glad he said that because Arsenal served it to him. Arsenal gave him top four last year and he knows it was by the grace that he even got in the top four. Yeah. So, really and truly, 
But also, like, they did well to get there. Don't get it twisted. They, they obviously they played well to get there. But like you know, it's it's one of those where you know, as Endo says, Endo, I've been telling people for years that Tottenham Hotspur are not that team. Even if they are in the top four, even if they are in the Champions League final, blah, 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 blah. Pochettino put this team in a place that is like, it was fake, right? And everybody thinks since then it can be replicated and it never has been. Even with the best managers in the planet, they can't replicate that, right? They have to go and spend the money. If they only they gave the money to Pochettino in the first place, we might have seen a different Spurs altogether. But um, can you confidently say you'll win at the lane? Let's be serious. I can never confidently say I will win anywhere. I know my football club, <laughs> just as much as I might say I know who Spurs are. I know exactly what my team is. Would I be surprised if we got beat there next week, uh, you know, next week or whatever? Like, yes, I would be surprised because of how good we are this season and how poor they are this season. But North London derbies, as they say, form goes out the window, blah, blah. blah. It's it, like, wasn't that whole we got. There was time, there's been like a couple of seasons when us have been, we've been horrible. But I guarantee yeah, yeah. first fans would say they weren't confident about beating us at the Emirates either. North London was weird, where we've been eight, eight, rather than crap, and they still managed to not beat us at Emirates. The same situation happened at the lane. It's, it's one of those ones, it's just weird. Correct me if I'm wrong, we ain't won there since 2014. It's probably the same level. Like the last time they beat us at our, our home versus the last time we beat them at theirs, it's the same. No, 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 listen, let's be clear. They, they, to actually beat each other away. Listen, I can tell you when they last beat us at home, that was in 2010. Trust me, the record is not that bad for us. I can assure you of that one. Well, However, we don't yeah, no, I, win there. Yeah. It's, like, it's like they give us a beating, we give them a beating, blah, blah. Some same, draws here and there, done. Same thing with Old Trafford. We were just, even when we were better than oh, That result still really angers me. That result is angering me. I'm still looking at that result and I'm just fuming. I, 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 I've been past angry for that one. I can't get over it. I can't <laughs> get over it because it's, it's, it's the fact that if you said to me my one draw this season is Southampton away, all right, whatever, innit, yeah? The one defeat this season is, is old. And it's not Man United of now. It was the Man United that was on the after getting beat by frigging Brentford and, and the like, right? And Brighton and, and whoever else was giving them trouble. Anyway. anyway it's dead. I hope they finish 10th. I don't rate them. And if, if all is well, Kane and Son will now leave in, in the summer and I could even revel further in the misery of that club. I hope SW6 is right, man. I hope we smoke them. I hope we smoke them. On, on, you know, next, is it next weekend, the 15th, whenever it is. I hope we do, man. I hope we do. But, you know, I'm not holding my breath. That's for damn sure. I want to get, you know, I'd, yeah. It's, 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 it's a, we were there last season. Me and Ernest were there last season. And it's a horrific atmosphere to go to. It was, it was too much. And our players, like, they just couldn't handle it. They could not handle it. And it was one really? of the nightmares. They, they make a big atmosphere for you. Oh, got it. Like, well, last year, it was their first game, and it? it was their first game with the fans at, in the North London derby at their new ground. So they, they pulled out all the bells and whistles. And obviously, with what was at stake, it was like a final. You know, if we lose that game, okay, Arsenal now have to go and get a draw and a win in the last two games of the season. And we bottled them. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like, we literally bottled it to Newcastle. So, who, who were on flying form at the time as well. Anyway... Um, Antonio Conte, man, uh, yeah, give it, give it weeks. Um, uh, he'll, he'll be out of there because he he will set a grenade off. And I, I need to look at Spurs' next few fixtures. Um, Oscar calls Oscar called him a media whore. I think that's just an outrageous take. No, he is, man. He's playing it up. He is. He have to do it. Look at us now, yeah. We're moaning at the fact that that um where that Conte's honest, right? But when managers are giving it in a normal casual spiel, 
casual spill, you know what I'm saying? The, the, the usual jargon, yeah? yeah? We don't want to hear it. Ah, this is a waste of time. He says it as it is, Oscar, exactly as it says on the We love it when these guys give us sound bites and when they cry and when they complain about refereeing decisions. But until that man is the manager of your club and those outbursts <laughs> are at the behest of the team that you love, you won't understand. Is he is he lying it's with terrible. Spurs? Okay, in Chelsea's case, I, I, I can't really go into it into the much detail because I can't remember exactly everything he said, even though I felt like he was probably right. But as Spurs, is he right? It's but, not about right. Yeah. It's about what you're so saying. Not, so, so he's not wrong then? He's not wrong in what he's saying? Yeah, he knew what was happening. That's the, that's the most annoying thing. What, like, what was the quote he said today? You knew. You knew and you're still complete. Why did you call it? Yeah. Uh, and, and that's why, yeah, that's why I said to him, I said, that's why I said at the start, Conte, your decision-making needs to be checked. Everyone, everyone in your family needs to give you an intervention because the decisions you're making to even come here and manage this football club. Oscar, you can go look at those comments. He said that they should finish fifth. Fifth is probably the top is the sky. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he said something like fifth place is like the sky or something, something crazy like that. And I, I want to give you the next five fixtures, guys, in the Premier League. Are you guys ready no, for this? No, before you get that, can I, can I read you what he said? Yeah, go on, go, go, go for it, yeah. He said, last season, we made a miracle. I did a miracle. But Correct. I knew, which was the situation that was very clear with the club. Then I recall very well with the people that talked about Tottenham as title contenders this season. It was a bit crazy. I mean, yes. Yes. Thing, I hear him. Oh, but... nothing, nothing wrong there. Nothing wrong with what he said. Nah, there. Man, you can't, you can't be talking He's spot on. He knows full well he by it was by the grace that he got in the top four last year. Anyway, their next five fixtures in the Premier League, guys. Yeah, because I want you guys to pick a day which one he's leaving on, right? I want you to pick a day in the next five. Away at Palace on Wednesday night. Wednesday night away at Palace. What do you reckon? What do we reckon? Do we reckon that they will? Do you, do you think they will win that game at Palace? Yeah, that's wrong. It's I'm sketchy. I'm going for a draw. I'm going for a draw or a cheeky Zaha late win and he rattles something. That's what I'm saying, Lola. Yeah. Listen, a cheeky away... Listen, a cheeky home win. Wednesday night, Patrick Vieira being Spurs. It's written, right? Then they go at home to Arsenal. Now, you know, that could be a toss-up. In all, of, in, in all honesty, that could be a real toss-up, right? Then, away to Manchester City. Okay? Yeah. Then, then, away to Fulham. If, if Fulham continue the way they are, and then home to Manchester City in the league. Home, they've got City twice in three games. They've beaten City twice. <sighs> Look at this girl. Oh, what, what, are City twice? <laughs> what, what budge are you lot on, man? It's not beating budge. City twice is budge. It's history. It's, it's budge you banning. It's, 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 it's the same it's thing. Say Every season, I'll say City are going to beat Spurs. And what, they don't do it. So why am I going to pretend now? Do you know why? Do you know what's you know the problem with me is I've still got the times when they beat them like six nil and whatnot. I, I still remember that vividly when they went to the, when they went to White Hart Lane and scored five on the opening day, and then they played them at the Etihad and scored six. I still remember that city. Okay, it had Edin Dzeko in it for crying out loud, but nonetheless, it's still, it's still I, I, Man City. I'm, I'm, I'm wrong, but I just Erling, no, no, Erling Haaland plays for Manchester City. Let's remember that. Let's remember that. Never City and they, and they drew to Everton, so. So he will score a hat trick against Spurs against that against that shower crab. Don't worry about it. Oh, home and away, home and away. Get get captaining, guys. Get captaining. That's the judge that they have at the moment. Let me see. If it, hopefully, they break it this season. But that's the judge. Oh, man. Let's see, brothers and sisters. I tell you solemnly, on on the last match day, I will make sure to rise Spurs from the from the 
EL to the <laughs> to the Champions League. Right, hashtag Conte Christ. Can you imagine? Right, let's, let's get away from Spurs. We, we spoke. We've spoken too much about Tottenham yeah, yeah, yeah. for my life. It's not just me. Huh? It's not just me saying it. The, the Arsenal one is neither here nor there. But it's not only me who thinks that Spurs will beat City. No, it's not. You're right. They beat them. I think they beat them yeah, home yeah, yeah, last like, year, didn't it's they? Not mad, but it's kind of mad. You know what I mean? Conte told you yourself. Like, no, you're it's right. mad. Don't get me wrong. I'm a worse man. I can also see it. Oscar, what else is mad? I think Chelsea have one win in seven. And they drew at the City ground. One all. Nottingham Forest won. Chelsea won. Oscar, you kind of had one eye on the game. Ugh. It's just... What's, Oscar, what the hell is going on with Chelsea? What is going on? Um, we, are, we are mediocre in every department. I think... <laughs> I think of of the. How's it come to this? No, no, but like, let me. I can explain it. I can explain it. I think of the top thirteen teams in the league. We probably have the worst goalkeeper. Is that fair? Like Kepa starting. Like I don't know. Top thirteen teams in the league. I spoke it from my head, but I'm just saying. I think that's pretty fair. He's not a goalkeeper. He's probably not the worst goalkeeper in the league, but he's he's pretty low. Um, When it comes to our defense, I think. Chelsea have some good defenders and some bad. The issue is uh, this this guy, Koulibaly, is supposed to be, you know, an experienced defender. He's come into the league and he's not hit the ground running at all. He's been very, very poor. We spent £80 million on a centre-back called Wesley Fofana. who <laughs> has played, what, like one league game for Chelsea? Um, he's been injured. He, he hasn't seen the light of day. Um, and then the other guy, Chilwell, has been injured also, and Bruce James also injured. So that tells you the state of our defence, yeah? Injury crisis, okay? So we're playing, in the, in the last game, I'll just let you know who we played. Um, Cucurella at left-back, Thiago Silva, who's 38 at centre-back. Your best um, centre-half. Wait, pause. Just pause right there, because you guys do this thing where you flip-flop between rating the fact that he's 38 and then using it as an excuse as to why something should be... Tell them. Tell them. Tell them again. Saying, no, no, his That's age right. is his age. No, but the way you, it's the tone that you said his age. I okay. said Thiago Silva, who's 38. But the way you put that in is, there. Is there another way I can say that? No, 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 no. You just say Thiago Silva. We move on. Silva, move on. <laughs> I bring up we say. move on. He's 38. Okay. Okay. He's, tra- he's 38. Runner, yeah. <laughs> he's 38. Okay, okay let me carry on. Carry on. I'm going to do the math here. Never mind. Um, <laughs> he's he didn't he 10 years ago, apparently. He's 30. He what? Yeah, he should have been in his prime, like, what, 10 years ago, 8 years ago, maybe. Wow. Still, still, still one of the best centre-backs in the league, in my opinion, but he's 38. Then he's Chelsea's best centre-half. Then, sure. then you, you move on to Koulibaly, who I've kind of touched on, and we'll get to it in a little bit more detail. And then you've got Cesar Aspilicueta. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah, shout out, big up to her, big up to SW6. They just let you man know he's 38. Cesar Aspilicueta, Chelsea's officially, he's made the most appearances by a foreign player of any Chelsea player in, in history. So I think the most appearances uh, is probably like Terry's probably got more than that. Some other players have got more than that, but they're all English. The highest capped foreign player for Chelsea in history is Cesar Aspilicueta. How many caps? 495 appearances. And I'm here to tell you that it's wow. 200 too many. He should have left this club a long, long, long time ago. The fact that he still starts for my club as captain is, is a sorry sign of where we are as a football I'm just going to add, though, that it wasn't Potter who signed him, just saying. 
No, no, this, this, that was not part of blame. No, no, no. I'm, not saying, I'm, I'm not saying that's you. I'm just putting it out there. It wasn't because I know there's like things that people have against part. It wasn't part of who kept it. I'm just saying. Oh, oh we know for damn sure it was not part. I, I know. Who, I know who, who signed that. him. Who signed him? Who signed him? Oh, uh, mm. he would was it signed... be AVB? No, he was signed. Yeah, it was in the AVB season. So it's the summer of AVB. And I'll be real, that's one of our best signings. That's one of Chelsea's best signings in the, since I've supported the club. It was shrewd. It was a stout. He became the best right back in the league. And then he fell off a cliff. And Chelsea do not know when to cut ties when, when a player falls off a cliff. So that is, that is disgraceful for me. That, that back line, I can't really blame Potter on that. Because like I said, a player like Wesley Fofana has not... He, bro, he's hardly trained under Potter. I'm moving to the midfield now. I don't think Conte... Sorry, I don't think Angolo Kante has met Graham Potter. The guy's been injured since September. I don't think they've met Big Man Singh. I don't think they've spotted each other, said, well, go on. I don't think it's happened. <laughs> like, they don't know e- each other, yeah? And the rest of the midfielders, yeah? You've got you've got Dross, like, Ruben off his cheek, like, Conor Gallagher. Like, oh, it's just bad, yeah? It's just bad. The midfield is shocking. We can't control games anymore. Um and going forward, there's no one creative in that midfield. But then, coming backwards, there's no one that can help you on recoveries. So you have to ask yourself, what do you do? Like, what do you do? Fair enough, Jorginho can pass it about and we can hold the ball there for a couple of minutes. But defensively, we're getting ran through in midfield. Attacking-wise, we're creating nothing. Don't even let me get started on Chelsea's attackers. I don't need to speak. You guys can speak on that. The thing is, Oscar, though, but the thing is, with all that spiel, which I agree with you on, you're playing Nottingham Forest, one of the worst teams in the league. Yeah. One of the worst teams in the league. People were giving, you know, Man United, Man United gave him three. Arsenal gave him five. Who else is, somebody else, someone else is giving them leather, right? This is a joke side. And, and when I look at the results of Chelsea Football Club and in terms of the, the, the games that they should be winning, because, you know, guys, I said one winning. Was it seven? Is that, is that correct? One, one win. Is that in the Premier League or in all comps? Might be all comps. Yeah, that's Premier League. It's just Premier League. So talk to me. They play, and, I, and that win is Bournemouth from Boxing Day, right? They lost to Newcastle United away. That can happen. Newcastle on a, look like they're on a different level. They lost to Arsenal at home. In these games, they haven't scored a goal, by the way. Um, they lost 4-1 at Brighton. Yeah, I'm sorry. Brighton are, are a good side, but they're not. They're not that beating Chelsea 4-1. Match, that was a revenge match, though. Never beating Chelsea, right? And, you know, beating, you know, did, did, they failed to beat Man United at home, which seems to be a, 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 an occurring thing with Chelsea and, yeah, and Manchester United. That was criminal um, Brentford away, nil-nil, nothing, you know. Um, so when you sort of look at it, you think, okay, before that, they had a few good runs. They had a good, a few a few good wins there. But I'm so sorry. You know, Chelsea, if you said to me, you know, they're, they're not beating, you know, Man City, they're not beating Arsenal, they're not beating Liverpool or whatever, right? The like. Yeah, I, I can see it. Potter's having to learn a, a, a new, a whole new club, a whole new culture as it is. And I think Chelsea are also in a trans- transitional Transition of we need, culture. We need that a makes whole sense. Rebuild. We need a whole. So it, it looks like you are in one because obviously you're not you're not necessarily Roman Abramovich era anymore. Although it looks like Roman Roman Abramovich era light because you're still signing players at a ridiculous amount of money, and obviously you're being linked with the likes of Enzo, who nobody was hearing about a year ago. But then you know the slapping. I think the eighty odd million, whatever it is, um, the fact that you signed uh, in Cuckoo for next year, mm. um, you know some of the and obviously the players that were signed in the summer. I know what gripes you the most is how can you spend so much money in the summer for, for Tuchel and then sack him in September? It just doesn't make any sense. But okay. so Chelsea, so Chelsea are definitely transitioning. It's going to take a long time maybe for them to get used to I it. I mean, like me now, I can instantly think of about six, seven, maybe 
eight players straight away that I want to get rid of. And some of them are some of the new players that we bought. So it's just like... There you go. It's, yeah, it's, there you go. It's, there's so much work that needs to be done. So I'm not even in a position where I can sit here and nitpick individual games and criticise Graham Potter, who didn't have a choice in any of these players, never picked them. And he's still learning them. Like, I saw that 495 stat for Aspie. He's played 495 games. I know for a fact, I've watched more of Aspie than Graham Potter has. I know this guy's limitations more than Graham Potter does. I know yeah. what a Jorginho cover midfield is going to give me more than Graham Potter does because he has not watched Chelsea as intently as I have. And if you look at that midfield, our best midfielders, Kante, cover, Jorginho, that's not a Potter midfield. That's not a Tuchel midfield. That's not a Lampard midfield. That's a sorry midfield. Sorry midfield, yeah. Like, that's how far back we've had that midfield. And, like, it's, it's frustrating, man. It's really, really frustrating. Uh, Mirad says, hey, that Cobham stock is dwindling astronomically over the past couple of years. Ruben off the cheek, Gallagher, Mount are causing the price to dip. Uh, Mount's golden child. I don't think anyone... I don't like Mount's had a bit of poor form in the past. Mount's golden child by default of the whole kind of the aura or whatever it is that is about him as opposed to what he's actually bringing on the pitch. Where does that aura come from? But I don't... Weird love. I don't know what it is. I honestly... He's the golden I, child. He's the golden child, man. You've you got to stop, you stop, you stop fighting it. I keep telling Chelsea fans they want to fight it. They, they hate Mason Mount. I say it's a long existence if you hate Mason Mount. So irritating because it's like... It's partly his own fault, but James, if he was fit, he should be the golden child. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but James uh, Black, like, he was, he was never going to be the Chelsea Golden Child. Like, come on, guys. If I bring in, like, if I, I was just talking about football, obviously, external reasons, situations, <laughs> obviously. But in terms of players, like, there's, there's, there's a reason why whenever people, as Chelsea fans as well, this is not even from rivals, when Chelsea fans will say, oh, we're playing a relegation team, Mount will get his goals or, or his stats in this yeah, game. Right. What he does, he bads it up against the babies, and then when it has to get real, He's hella chicken. He's weird trying to do... He's doing that nonsense. And it's just like, I don't understand. Gallagher came on. I said that was a snocking cameo. That was just a weird... I don't even know what that was. That was just... I, I, said it, I said it in the summer when he had that season at Palace. Chelsea should have cashed in on Conor Gallagher, man. Should have cashed in. Should have. A young 40 million off, off, off two loans? Take it. Run. Run away. Now, Gallagher's not getting in our team. And we're going to sell him, what, in like two years? Gallagher's not Gallagher's not a bad player though. He's just playing in a team that is all dross around. Do you know what I'm saying? Like at Palace, like at, uh, maybe no, maybe he's not good. But like at Palace, when it when the vibes was nice, Gallagher was playing ball. You know what I'm saying? He was playing ball. Uncle Pat was playing him in a way that was kind of like, don't go in midfield. You're going to be a nuisance. Stay up there and catch goal or six. Facts, you bro. Who's, let me find some of these comments. Somebody mentioned it in a comment earlier. Bro, Taha says. Can we speak on Potter bringing on Gallagher to play in a double pivot? Why Why do managers want to play him as the deepest midfielder? They want to play him next to... Even Tuchel did this as well against Leicester. Playing him next to the to, to Jorginho. It's hilarious. Just, you know that thing where he kind of does... He, 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 what I say about Sergio, he does the same thing. He runs around and kicks people. It's what he does. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean... I mean, like, on, Peter, on, on the football, he's not a good player. Like, final third... He can bag a goal. He can shoot for sure. He knows how to time his runs. Stay there. Stay there. Don't come in the midfield because you can't play with the football. You can't. He's not that guy. C1 says Gallagher in possession is, is absolutely disgraceful. Um, I kind of I, I kind of want to talk on... Um, <laughs> Tuchel said I can't say replacement. Tuchel didn't say that, but Tuchel's a criminal, so he's capable of saying something like this. So I'm going to let it slide. I'm going to let it slide. 
I'm, Chelsea's. You go, on. go ahead. I was just going to say that Chelsea's next couple of games in the league: home to Man City, away to Fulham, home to Palace, away to Liverpool, home to Fulham. It's it's not it's not an easy run. It's scary hours, man. It's scary hours. The, the only thing I can hope for this season, I'm not even going to... I feel like we should still be aiming for top four. But I, I, realistically, I don't think we're going to get it. I just think I want to see Potter implement some sort of style, like some sort of like, okay, this is how I want to play. I'm seeing now he was tempering with formations. He was doing the most. It seems now he's stuck to a back four. And he's saying, I want to play a back four with a three and a three. I'm like, okay, cool. If you show me what you want to do, I can begin to get on board with the process. I think he's slowly trying to, trying to do his thing. Like the back four is, is like the first time, okay, cool. Mm. Do that four now. I think the signings you're linked to will kind of have like the Enzo one. Well, obviously, we, I think that's, that's a good one. You're linked to, I don't know if you've got him or not, the Badi the Badi, I can't say his name. Badi Ashile, yeah. I've heard that name so many times on Twitter spaces. Yeah. I've like you said earlier, we've got Nkufu to come in. Um, James, has he got a surgery to do or something? Can he just like be 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 chill and just like say take your surgery, yeah, and then don't come back for the season because you're gonna he's gonna ruin himself. Well, James was offered the opportunity to have surgery when he first got his injury. He got his injury in October when we faced AC Milan, and he didn't want to take the surgery because he wanted to be fit for the World Cup. He, you know, he he rushed himself. I think rushed himself back to fitness. He was back the first game of the World Cup played about 55 minutes and then limps off with another injury. They're saying he's going to be back in February. So, yeah, if there is a surgery to be had, Reese, Reese, you can take that surgery, boy. I yeah. feel like if you're not, like, proper looking like... I know it's early because it's be February, isn't it? Mm. But I feel like he's just got to, like, and just be done with the season. This, I know is, it's, this I know is the it's, best time to take surgery. Honestly, because I feel like you guys new things you kind of got a bit of leeway I feel like don't ruin yourself rush for something that might not be worth it get the surgery be chill for it and come back actually strong because on like I said before he is like the best you can't be Maybe that pace goes though. If he has the surgery, that's that's the last of the pace of Reese that we will get to see. Because you know, with knee injuries, especially knee operations or whatever, that's usually the end of pace for that player. Yeah, but and we we saw it we saw it with Bellerin, didn't we? You know, mm-hmm. once upon a time, Bellerin had pace, and then that was it. That was the end of him. Yeah, but he's got he's a brilliant player. So that's what I'm saying. I feel like he's he's intelligent and actually a good enough player that you didn't have to allow him first. He's got a good movement. He's got a good passing. He's got he's a very good player. So I feel like maybe. Yeah, you- he might lose a bit of pace, but I don't think he loses enough to be a you man. Guys, you guys are both right. Do the operation now, and then even if you were meant to return back in February, come back in April, get get the last you know five six games in the league done. Then you, that's your preseason. Then you have a preseason, and then next year on fire. Do you know what I'm saying? We'll see. We'll see a Reese James that's on fire ahead of the Euros. I, I this, well, beginning to question. It's too early. Yeah. You say it's too early. You say it's too early. I think it's too early. I say it's too early partly because I think someone said it. I think it's Carragher or someone. I can't remember who it was. He's prone to streaks. So the streaks happen. He loses a bunch or he draws a bunch and then he'll win a bunch in a row and then it kind of balances out and whatever. When he gets actual play, because like I just said, the players are a bit higgy-haggy all over the place. And then I think, because again, I rate his IQ as a manager and how he sets things Mm. up. I feel like let him get a bit more of people out, people in, see what happens. They'd actually be comfortable. I think, like, also just just on on the, on the case of of sense, you fire two to bring this man in. Do not fire this man already. 
for the sake of it. You know it's going to take a minute. Let it take a minute. I, 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 I agree on that, on that part. I think what we do need to ask, I think Oscar and Chelsea fans, is do you see Chelsea turning this around and going back to their best? Are you confident that that will happen this season? This season, no, no, I, well, I as in, as so. in, I'm, t- I'm talking about that. Like, I'm not saying finishing first, but as in, we get that Chelsea where even if they're ninth at the moment, that, that we still see a Chelsea that's Chelsea vastly has improved, that's away, so, that's yeah, well, that's that's supremely better. Team. It might finish fourth, or, you know, by the skin of its teeth, but at the end of the day, it's 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 going to be a different. You know, do we see Chelsea changing? Is what I'm asking. Do we see them going north from here? Uh, this yeah, season. I, I, no, I like the, the way you phrased it. Probably not, but I see Chelsea. I see Chelsea. Like, like I said earlier, I just want to see Potter get some sort of identity, get a hold of this team, and then put, pick up a, a run of wins where we actually look convincing, like we're beating teams because we're better than them, not because. That's of what, that's what that's the question I'm asking. I'm saying, yeah, do yeah, you yeah. see Chelsea well, then, changing from the, this if part? That's, if that's the question, then yeah, I think I think you'll. Yeah, we think. Will the Chelsea fans believe that as well? Do you think, yeah. do you think they believe that, that that's going to happen this season? No, no Chelsea, Chelsea fans are, are divided. We're a divided fan base. A lot of people are still very hurt that Tuchel was sacked and they don't want to really, really want to buy into anything that um, the new ownership is doing. And then there's some other people that are just simply not ready to buy into Graham Potter until he proves to them that he's worth their time. So I, I speak to a lot of people that are just like, look, has done nothing. He's done absolutely nothing at Chelsea. So why am I going to be patient with him? Why am I going to give him time when he hasn't even shown me that he can beat Forrest? You know what I mean? Yeah. I've, I've respected what Potter did at Brighton and I was always fascinated by his journey. So, I, you know, I've always watched, like, he had a documentary where they're talking about him at Osterson and I watched that yeah. before he even came to Chelsea. So I'm just fascinated by the way he changed culture of a club. Um, so I'm willing to let that run. I'm willing to give it time, but I am a very patient Chelsea fan. I'm not the type of fan that's like, get this manager out. Our fan base is accustomed to that. Our fan base is used to winning. They're used to, they're used to six months, no results, sack, get the new guy in. I'm in a, I'm in a group chat with a couple of Chelsea fans who, I, who were instantly put her out and they still yeah. are. Yeah, but I think that's that. Them lot, them the ones that are butthurt about Thomas Tuchel, get over it, man. Your man got sacked. Let's move on. Yeah, I mean, one of them is one of them is German, so she's got a bit more extra. I, I don't, I don't care. I mean, she needs to get over it. Like it, it needs I mean, to happen. Because look, when, when 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 Lampard got sacked, I was so hurt. I was I was I was infuriated. I was infuriated. Yeah, I was so hurt when Lampard got sacked. That's my guy. It was beautiful. When T came in, I had to get on the train. I had to move on. Yeah, I think it's interesting to watch this space of what Todd Bowley and the crew do. If they, if they, if they get, you know, if they somehow panic and wobble and 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 sack Potter this season, then you know that okay, Chelsea fans have every right to be like, hang on, just a damn minute, what the hell is going on over here? We, you know, because this is the this is the Todd Bowley era, right? And we're we're, we're waiting to see how it kind of irons out. It's still very new. It's still very creased. But as time goes on, we'll see whether or not. You know, we'll see what they're about. But if they turn around and sack Potter this season, I think I think hell will break loose with the fan base at Chelsea anyway. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I, I hope I do hope that Potter does turn it around because I, I think he's a great manager. I think he's really good. He's done a great job at Osterson, Swansea, Brighton, and Hove. And now um, he's he's got the chance to have a big big club and see what he can do. And we need to see how he spends in the transfer window because we've never had that either. Yeah, so let's yeah. see how his windows are. Yeah, I'm trying to see what happens when we can get rid. I'm, I'm, I'm more concerned about the structure of Chelsea than 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 um than Butter. The, you know, this, the idea that we're going for a hundred million pound midfielder does kind of irk me a little bit. You, you like, need a midfielder, though. Like we do need a midfielder, but I thought 
We've got a new head of recruitment. We've got new scouts in the door. I thought we were going to be a bit smarter with our money. You are, I think maybe, maybe it's, I'm thinking maybe it's like you get one midfielder of like, yes. And then the other ones are more, because think about it, I think they're thinking our midfielder is a bit old and a bit not trustworthy and injury prone. If we get one in, big money one, and, and obviously big money to Chelsea is different. Like, yeah. like compared to Arsenal, Arsenal's big money midfielder was party. I think he was like 50 something. 50 something, yeah. 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 The other ones were like a player that was here before and a younger one. Sound beat. But you got what I mean? So like, the equivalent, obviously, Chelsea have more money. So equivalent, equivalent is Enzo can be the party type of big money one, and then you have how the, the other pieces of the midfield can be the more. Right. It, it, it's a it's a sounding like this kid uh, Badia Shule from Monaco, who I'm like, okay, cool. This is like you're not getting the on the nose. You know what I mean? You're not getting the oh, Cucurella has a good year at left back. Let's pay sixty three mil and get him in. It's not yeah. the obvious signing. Yeah, but it's what I mean, a bit smarter. That's what I'm into. No, but that's because your defence already has the big money players, so they can now get the kind of more smarter ones. You spend the big money on Kulibay, you still probably have Silver for another season. You spend big money on Fafana, so you've already spent the big money. Now you can spend the small, a bit less on the other unknown ones. So the equivalent is for the midfield. You're now going to buy your big money midfielder, and then you can kind of get the other ones. Like, I think you've got that, I don't know, the Brazilian kid you have or whatever, where, where does he play? Um, well, Andre Santos. Yeah. He's a, he's a midfielder as well. But Chelsea, Chelsea, like since since Bowley came in, yeah, we've been stockpiling youth. Like obviously we bought Amari Hutchinson from you, man. We got uh, Carney, uh, Cast- sorry, you got you got Bearman who are young. We got Casadai, who's another midfielder who's like nineteen, who's very very highly rated. We got him from Italy, and then now there's there's others. There's the Andre Santos kid. There's that Pastrana kid, uh, the striker from Molda. Yeah, so we're playing bare young players. Tell me the point that you're stockpiling for the fact that you probably won't spend as big as you are now later. Mm-hmm. You're stopped buying a lot of that the world's up and coming like young players. So when you do now buy in the future, it'll be like we've got all our bunch of our young ones there. Mm. Rather than buying stockpiling bare man, you'll now be able to kind of be a bit more savvy about the spending. Because I don't think I think the way he's spending now makes me believe he's not spending like this forever. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I definitely hear that. Um I, I wanted to answer Adrian's question because earlier when we were talking about another team, Adrian asked me about the disrespects that Chelsea fans have towards Rudiger. Um, have, have any of you guys picked up on this? Do, do you agree? That what? He said that the, why do Chelsea fans disrespect Rudiger? Because he's a bit, I don't know, Chelsea fans, isn't it? You're a bit weird. I don't know what you do. I mean, in, what's the disrespect? In such my my question is, do you think Chelsea fans have disrespected Rudiger? That's the I question. Think, I think Chelsea fans, some Chelsea fans underestimated the level at which Rudiger played. So they pretended that, oh, yeah, we lost Rudiger going to three. Kulibay was totally easily fit it in. Anyone could have told you that wasn't going to be the case. Because if they watched Kulibay, he's a very good centre-back. But pretending it was going to be an obvious, easy, quick, oh, he's better than Rudiger thing was, was not even slightly insulting. Yeah. Rudiger's really insane, don't get me wrong. But I think maybe the, you, got, you guys, because he left from the three, you, you kind of devalued the level at which he played for you guys, maybe. But also, fans will, will be upset if a player leaves on a free. Yeah. Like, sure. your fans will just be p- pissed off because, like, you know, he's left us to go to Real Madrid. And, like, we thought he was one of our players. He was one of our guys. You know, that even the way he carried himself when he was at Chelsea, he was like a proper, like, if you're a, Chelsea, you know, he, if you're a Chelsea fan, you'd think, like, that's a true blue right there type of thing. He, you know, the, his demeanour was that kind of thing. So, if he leaves on a free, I mean, obviously, you're going to be pissed off. And so, because it doesn't... It, not that it shows a disloyalty because that doesn't make sense because you finished the contract, but it's just the fact that, that you wouldn't sign a new one 
Um, and whether or not Chelsea were going to give him a new one or, you know, what the wages were, who knows. But Madrid <laughs> my, come my, thing is, my thing is this, yeah. I, I, I don't have any ill will to him for leaving. I think he wanted to sign a new deal. It's just when we had the sanctions, he couldn't wait around. And when Real Madrid knocks on the door, who's telling down Real Madrid to stay at a sanctioned Chelsea? It don't make yeah, no absolutely. sense. So, of course he left. Like, I don't have any beef with him for leaving. My issue with Rudiger is that he wasn't that good for majority of his time at Chelsea. Oh, exactly. He, yeah. He turned it on. He turned it on when Tuchel came in and everybody acts like I'm supposed to celebrate him like some world-class player like he's always been that. No. Like, I, I said, I, can't, I couldn't believe this comment when I saw it. Wow. Pete, you asked me, I think you asked me a question and I couldn't answer your question because this comment was running through my head. He said, Rudiger is my favourite Chelsea player since Drogba left. Don't respect him. I'm really? sorry. We have had... Edin Hazard, oh wow, one of the best left wingers <laughs> in Premier League history, played for this club in that time. Yeah, and you're telling me that Rudiger is your favorite. I can't respect your footballing opinions now. This guy was a criminal, this guy was a, a literal criminal for the longest wow. time. I'm sorry, Chelsea won the league in 2017. Do you know what our first signing was? We went out and brought in Antonio Rudiger. We haven't challenged for the league since. <laughs> We have not challenged for the league since. Don't chat to me about Antonio Rudiger because under Conte, yeah, yeah. under Conte, he was average. Yeah, first season in the Premier League, I'll give him a blight. In the FA Cup final, the last game of that season, yeah, he put in a man of the match performance. Yeah, and then they asked Eden Hazard. They interviewed Eden Hazard, and Rudiger was winning, the, receiving the award. So they interviewed them together. The, the, the commentator says to him, Eden Hazard, this is your, you know, end of the season. You've just won a trophy. Are you gonna stay? Are you gonna stay at Chelsea? Hazard looks at the camera and said. If Rudiger plays like this every week, I'll stay. The next season, Hazard was gone. There's a reason why. There's a reason why Hazard said, I'm getting out of it. Because Rudiger did not play like that under Sari. Sorry, he was okay. Do you know, sorry, he was a decent centre back. I'll allow him. Under Lampard, he was disgraceful. He was downright deplorable. He was worse than Zuma and Christensen under Lampard. He was. Yeah. I remember having, I remember rinsing Rudiger and Oscar having to defend Rudiger, and it was like even with with like through gritted teeth, it wasn't I was confident. I, I defended him. He was a black guy with waves. I defended him, of course. <laughs> <laughs> he is a criminal defender. He's a cri- like. I'm um, sorry that that 18 months under Thomas Tuchel, he was borderline world class. He was fantastic. I can't deny him how good he became. But you think I'm gonna cry over him? Talking about he's the best best defender, best your favorite player since Drogba left. That's this, that, that's outrageous. Um, uh, it's only and since Drogba left, like, so what? Lampard did get looking. He was for eighteen months. Fight me. He was biting people. He was biting people. <laughs> he was biting people. Allow me, man. Allow me, please, Oscar. Let's move on from Chelsea, man. We've been here long enough. We've been here long enough, man. Thiago Silva held his hand, man. Held his flipping hand. How's Aubameyang? Aubameyang doesn't play. And I don't understand why why Graham Potter doesn't want to play him. It doesn't make any sense to me. You put a guy on the pitch and score goals. I don't really get it. He scored three goals for Chelsea. He scored Milan home and away. He's the reason we won those ties. I don't know why he doesn't play him. That's that's my opinion. Yeah, not starting Aubameyang. Let's be very clear as a howler. They ain't got a centre-forward. They haven't got a centre forward. I agree with you. I agree with you. I just, I just kind of wanted to hear his version because I've got fans who oh, are fan Me, I still love the guy in it. I don't. I have no. I, I, have, I make no qualms, but I do. I don't care if he's actually. I still like him. So I was just. Curious. Yeah, yeah. I, I still like him as well. I still like him as well. Um, let's talk about a team who won, for goodness sake. Okay, this weekend, right? Let's kick things off at the. Bright, what is it called? The Amex Stadium. That's what it's, it's still called. The Amex Stadium. Here we go. Champions elect. Is it uh, 
Champions elect. Let's talk about it. Well, Amex, I think, is American Express at Jace, isn't it? I think it's, I think it's the same thing. Uh, it, is, it is American Express. They shortened it to Amex. Okay, then. Yes, Arsenal. Brighton and Hove Albion 2, Arsenal 4 to end off a 2022. Fun fact, Bukayo Saka scored the first ever goal in 2022. That was for Arsenal. And he scored the last goal in 2022 for the Arsenal FC. Lola. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on the Brighton game and and, and where you are with, uh, with with proceedings of the rest of the season? Champions elect, are you there? How, how are you feeling? Uh, I think at the start, I am quite happy. I said, I think I've been on. I've, I started the whole Champions elect thing. That's not my thing. I am. I've been. I've been on the whole. You can't deny we're in a title race, but I've been on there for a while. Champions elect. I'm still not fully there. But I haven't been backing down from the whole champ. We're in a title check. Uh, what's the word? A title race. You can't lie and pretend that. Now, if I'm being, if I want to be annoying, which I am being, and many groups, I'll just switch to top four things. But it, you can't deny the fact that we have, what? How many points ahead are we? Of City? we are seven points ahead of. Yeah, you're seven points ahead. You can't say we're not in a title title race if we're seven points ahead of City. It's not halfway through the season, obviously. So things are whatever. But title race, race, yeah. But I've said that already. That's not new. So like, that. that that one is, that one was like, whatever. And I think when City drew, I was like, are they going to let it get to them that City drew and then they do something? Because Brighton are a very good team. They have, mm. they're, they're a weird bogey team for us as well. So it was like a, it was like, it was like a, a perfect mixing pot for, oh, Arsenal could go pull ahead. But they've got Brighton. They could drop points. They could play down. So all the things were points for And then we immediately score. I was like, okay, cool. It's calm. Saka, I think everyone in our in the first eleven that played on the weekend, everyone bar Ramsdale has got at least two goal involvements. So I kind I kind of need Ramsdale to get on his Allison thing and start assisting to kind of make it all copacetic. But wow. like because like those kind of numbers are really good. It's like Martinelli was involved in some way or manner. I think in like three out of the four goals. Saka obviously got his goal. Eddie got his goal. Odegaard is on, is on just he's on he's on so much good form right now. He's like clicking everything. Is is the the skills he's doing is very good. The 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 dictation of games is is sick. Obviously, the whole he's no longer shot shy, which is fantastic. Because his passing and assisting and stuff is is never been an issue for me. I've been one of the few Arsenal fans who didn't hate him from the start. I wanted him immediately from going on loan. I rated him then. People use the fact that he 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 went out on a blip when he got injured in that in that loan spell. I think it was after the West Ham game. People were like using that to say we shouldn't get him. We should get Madison. I was like, what? Because he got because he, he, his form dipped after he got injured. Okay, but he was still a very good signing. Thirty million people were still screaming our oh, Madison. Notice how now though I'm not hearing Madison shouts from Arsenal fans. So that is I'm just saying no one's chatting about Madison for Arsenal at the moment. I was taking I like I read Madison, but I'm saying they're using the goals. Against him, he was clearly still setting up bare goals. Obviously, he wasn't shooting as much. He's now shooting. He's got seven and seven, and, and we're not halfway through the season yet. So that that already is a whole situation of its own. I think the the assist the assist to Martinelli was fantastic. It was brilliant. It was probably lovely. Be, it's probably going to be like, if they do the whole assist of the season, that's going to be it. It was it was fantastic. I think Delicious. I think I think I think we were brilliant. We're throwing it up. I think that I think people will say, oh yeah, but it, it was. It was four two. It looks like you guys. Yeah. I, that was a case of we were through and up. 
man decided because of the whole kind of tight schedule, let's take off a bunch of players. I think the timing of each of the subs is what messed up. I don't think he needed to take off both of the same times and then followed by party. He should have done like staggered it. It kind of threw yeah, up the room a bit. Shit kind of definitely. went left, whatever. But like for the most part, I think Saliba came back rusty. I think I think Saliba and Martinelli, if you notice how they were playing before and after the World Cup, both of them. I know Martinelli have scored both goals, has scored back to that game. But in the all round play, you can tell Martinelli is not the same Martinelli as before the World Cup. I think both of them need a run of games. So they'll ramp up and they'll be fine. So I don't mind if they're kind of a bit sluggish in games or winning. The more games, they'll get more minutes into their legs and they'll be fine as the more they go on. So that's what it is. Ben White has been great. Even 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 like these far few games, Xhaka has been, let's say, below his kind of date of the season anyway. But still, and that's what I think was like, if you're going to be a bit mid, be mid in a way that doesn't cost us. And that's what he's doing at the moment. Jacko, he's being like he's not he's, he's not as high flying as he was early in the season, but he's not costing us anything. But he's still been fine. And that's yeah, spot on. If you're worse, Jacko, man. That's not criticism. That's me saying even at his worst, he's not costing us. That's my point. Yeah, yeah. yeah fair enough. Like he, he, like he's not. He's not. I think that what I'm saying is like usually in these kind of things when he's at his worst, he costs us. So my point is like he's not. He's not. He, he hasn't. Ha- been playing as well as he has early in the season, but he's not costing us. He's being fine. He's been he's keeping the ticket. He's what I like. So yeah, I think the second goal was the one that Saliba messed up on. But Saliba and Ramsdale, something happened there. It was weird. Mm. Uh, Saliba lost it, and then Ramsdale for some reason was doing yoga, and then let the, it was a weird situation. But that was what it was. I, yeah, it is what it is. It happens. White, White, and and Gabriel are helping because a lot of the time they were helping him out. It's fine. So I don't. Really, it doesn't bother me as much. So I think, but I think what this game kind of proved is that notice how we were able to take off our fullbacks because we've got Newcastle. We were able to take off Partey, but we couldn't take off a single one of our. I think our attackers need. We haven't got the quality like that. No. Yeah. Yeah. We kind yeah, of yeah. rest for the game, so that's well. This is why I'm not hearing people saying, "Do we need?" No, we need to bring people in January because in a game where maybe someone's not wearing, like the Mudrich who was doing, I want to get on that kid, but like. If we had him to come off the bench, you can then bring off a Zaka or, or whatever. You kind of rotate it. The thing about but we're playing well. I I, I haven't got much issues with Jake, with um I said at the moment. But yeah, on Woodrich, the level at which he's slatting yeah, is actually giving me the massive ick. It's pissing me off. He's doing he's doing too much. We get it. You want to mm-hmm. be guided, but the way he's moving is making me feel like if you now want to leave Arsenal, you're going to be doing the worst then as well. I don't like it. It's gross. It needs to just rain it. We're going to get thrown away. It's very irritating. Just every your video, you're doing 21 Savage songs. You're doing all the things about Arsenal. Calm down, man. Just like chill. Mm. Relax. Wait, wait, 21 Savage songs? You know that song he's concerned about? He still has to see the Gunners win the league. He's doing yeah, this. Yeah. On, he's got his comps on his Insta and he's putting that song on the back. Calm down. We get it. We yeah, like us. Yeah, man. Fair enough. So he's dying for it. He's dying for <laughs> it. He's doing a lot. He's just being bare thirsty. Yeah, uh, listen, Lola, it's hard. It's hard as an Arsenal fan to not be all in the fields, okay? Oscar, guys, I oh, let me tell you something right now, guys. I am going and going with Arsenal right now, yeah? I am drinking it every minute. But the question that I think Mirad asked earlier was, am I champions-elect yet? Um, I think he was asking me. And I said, listen, we've got our next three games, Newcastle United tomorrow. Big, big, 
big game tomorrow that is. First game of the new year. Then it's away at Spurs the following weekend. And then it's at home to Manchester United. I'll tell you right now, if we win those three, hashtag champion select, I'll be all in. I'll be going in with all of it throughout the whole season. I've not really, um, how can I put it? I don't know why right now I feel I feel more um, like he, Mikel's making me believe for sure. Like, for sure. And the thing is, it's it's not even like... A part of me felt like at the start of the season, it was all a bit like there were things in place. There was a bit of luck here. There was a bit of this. There was a bit of that. And I couldn't really pinpoint and say, yeah, Arsenal are, are, are the real deal. We beat West Ham, for example, right? And I thought, you know, it was a brilliant performance and glad that we got the win under the, you know, under our, under our belts. And beating Brighton, I think, was a good test. But again, you know, there was no McAllister. There was no, um, who else did they have missing? Uh, Saicedo. And there was another midfielder that they had missing. And I thought to myself, if, if only I could just get the full, version but, of them there but, but you know what i don't do i tend to not use that against because there are games where spurs or all the teams have beat us without our big guys and they're yeah. allowed to celebrate so when we beat sure. teams, they may not have their best guys like i get it it's arsenal but they yeah. get spurs beat us without bear teams beat us without party who's our best midfielder when he was injured when it had to be holding was in the team he was out uh, I take. I guess it would be Gabriel, wouldn't it? No, but someone—it's Gabriel. Someone, someone was missing because Holding had to be in the team. Was it, was it Gabriel? Who was our centre half last year? That's, that's the weird, Ben White, I guess, or yeah, Ben White maybe. Ben White. Yeah, I think it was Ben White. Like the same way we can say we beat this team without Casado. We can go back to that season if we want to be petty about it and say Bear this team beat us without some of our biggest ones as well. Yeah. No, you're you're right. So so what I was saying was like literally like okay, I have to now take that and put that to the side and be like, no, do you know what? I'm believing everything. I'm seeing everything, and I'm like, you know what? Game by game, I'm like, oh my god, this team. Like, I mean, somebody was saying, you know, enjoy the moment. Like, I've I've been a, I've been a fan to say, Look, guys, get. No, I think it was SW6. I mean, isn't it a comment? There was a comment somewhere yeah, earlier. I've been telling you as well to enjoy the moment. First of all, Oscar, first of all, I was the one that said, get the seatbelt strapped on tightly because it will be a bumpy ride. Just just join the journey. That's what I've always said anyway, right? Now, if you start believing in something that you know that Arsenal are a club that can let you down going down the line, especially like, because I'm top four last year, the, the belt was strapped in. I thought, we can't miss out on the top four. There's no way. Not at this rate. We can't miss out on it. Then we had those defeats. Then we had the wins again against the big teams. Then we had the defeats again. So it's it's a bit like now I'm just like, look, if Arsenal lose the league and finish second, guys, I'm still going to be like buzzing. So it's been a great season. I'm buzzing because the football that Arsenal are playing, more importantly... People like Erdegaard. Erdegaard, we have to admit, has stepped it up a level. He's gone oh. up a notch. And, you know, players like Martinelli is getting better and better. But Kyle Saka is one of the best players in the world right now. He's so phenomenal. In 2022, he has been incredible, right? And then you look at the likes of, um, you look at the likes of, obviously, Gabriel Jesus being brought in. Yes, he's injured. Eddie Nketiah is doing his thing, by the way. You know what I'm saying? He's getting his goals and he's doing his thing. You guys think uh, Eddie's played well outside of the goals? That's fine. No, all, but Oscar, all, 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 all listen. That was my do, you know do you know the only work rate I want to see Eddie doing is in the in, is, is between the penalty spot and the goal line. That's all I need from him. People, Just be like, there. I think that's what it is. People need to kind of, I think I said people, Arsenal fans need to kind of remember whilst Eddie's coming in because Jesus is out. Do not mistake that to think that Jesus that Eddie's Jesus. They're not. He never will be. Yeah, no, they're not. Eddie is very much so a six yard but he's a box striker it's what yeah. he is why whenever he's out of the box he looks a bit eh and yeah. then he comes alive 
So I never expected him to be as good outside the box. I expected him to be in the box, sufficient or assist. Lola, we said it last week on the pod. I said, give the man 10 games in a row and we will see a different striker. We will see a striker that's going to actually, you know, because we'll, even 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 as we're saying right now, he's a, he's a box striker. He's a six-yard box striker. I genuinely think we don't even actually know fully what Eddie Nketiah is because he doesn't get enough games in a row for us to then make a judgment and say, do you know what? He's this kind of striker. I think there's still more in that in that locker i think there's still i think he's going to be a you know i think there's something else that he might be like an elkerish whereby it's like he can still he, yes he's a he's, he's a goal scorer from the box but it's not just a poacher he's a bit more than a poacher yeah, and i think that with i think between now what i would do if i, if I was arsenal by the way because at first i thought buy a striker but then something now tells me get balogun back off loan right just in the meantime getting back off loan whilst uh gabriel recovers we keep eddie we give him 10 games solid in a row we will start to see what kind of shape what kind of character eddie and Ketia is uh, and 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 it, it, you know because i was a bit concerned about mudrich and people like that i was thinking okay he comes in then what it's like i don't want us to ruin the pattern the pattern is perfect right now. But yes, you need squad. You need a squad depth in order to win the league. You know, Man City have two players in every position that are as good as the, the starter, right? But, um, you I know, why, we... Why different, though, is I do think that Eddie is pretty much a box striker. This is based, okay. ma- mainly based on the fact that a lot of our Hayland guys more or less are the same as what they did in Hayland, but to a bigger extent. Eddie has always been the box striker, even at Hayland. He ran faster, maybe, because it's a bit... He moved around because it's used to a bit more. You can, you're allowed to kind of move around a lot more. But he was basically mm. this. He was basically this type of mold of a striker. Like Vanagan yeah. in 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 Hayland, he was more of a left forward type of striker. Where he's actually good at the ball. He can he can you can stop you can stick Vanagan on the wing, and it won't be too much of a difference. Saka was sort of like this in the academy. ESL was sort of like how he is in the academy. So yeah, Eddie could he's twenty. 324. 23, yeah. Technically, still has time to kind of evolve a bit more. But I do think he is very much so a box striker. He will probably grow to be able to do a bit more out of the box, but he's very much so a box striker. What What helps him as well, though, as well, is that he's got a good team around him. You know, like when we say people like if you're if you're a centre forward at C, no matter who the centre forward is, he's going to get ten goals. You know, even if you're not that great, you're going to get ten goals minimum there because they create chances beyond measure. So I think, like with Arsenal, especially the way Arsenal are playing, we are creating football. We are creating chances, and yeah, Thomas Party as well. Like you, you can you can even see it. Thomas Party. There's been games where he's won the ball and we've gone and scored. Like he's won the ball right in the heart of midfield, and he's, we've gone the other end and scored. I think he did it against Brighton and he did it against West Ham. Yeah. And like you think, you know, and, and as you said, you know, Xhaka, yes. Xhaka was much better, obviously, before the World Cup break. And then now, you know, we're still we're still getting not a terrible Xhaka, but we're getting a Xhaka that I think we're, he needs to get the oil back in his in, in his joints and he'll be fine. He'll be absolutely fine this season. We need everybody to stay fit, for goodness sake. If we can stay fit, I'm not worried about the defence. Ramsdale, I'm just worried about your clean sheets. That's all I will say. And obviously, that's, that's a defensive thing as a whole, because I think Arsenal have had one clean sheet at home this season, if I've got that correct. Arsenal, that's weird. We have more clinches away from home, which is why I have the whole thing is like we don't get clinches away at home because we get excited. We tend to get them away from home. So that one's interesting. Kind of, Ramsdale, again, I, I, he's another one on my crackhead list, but I have a list of them. He's another one. Mm. Who does, he, he's, he's, his distribution is sick. He's a, he's a good, he's young. He's a good kid, but he, he does like to kind of, he does a lot. Yeah. Like, distribution is fantastic and he can be a bit of a lapse, which is why Saliba was like at fault for the goal, but so was he. Was like I pointed out because 
these things do need to be worked on. But again, like with a, like with a lot, yes, I have quite a list. Like, um, <laughs> because I'm people who, who move a bit mad. So, like, he's on, but he's one of those ones where age comes into it as well. He's 23. Like, a bag of our team are under the age of, like, 20. I think Odegaard just turned 24. Like, they were yeah. very young. So, yeah. so we, for the uh, for the crackhead list, do you think this is something that you attribute to younger players who tend to have that bozo moment? Or would you say this is, like, are players over the age of 28 still appearing on this list? Uh, who do I have? Do I have any orders on my list? Because you, you would have argued that Jack would be in that list, I would, I would assume. For a while, yeah. He's turned it down a bit. He's turned, he's turned, he's turned it down a lot. But, like, it's, it's basically what I attribute to these players who, for no reason, will move mad just for mm. the sake of it. And, like, and Ramsdale does that a lot. Nuno Tavares does a lot. Even today, Nuno scored for Marseille. He's got a red card. He scored the winner. Yeah. He's got a red card. He's now he got two left two it was two yellows. It then got over to one red because it wouldn't be hard. Is it crackhead? Like you do all these things and then you just say it's stupid. No, I I I know exactly what you mean. It reminds me of a player that we spoke about earlier. But um Oscar, it's funny, right? <laughs> interesting we're we're eighteen points ahead of Chelsea. Eighteen points ahead of Chelsea this season. That is incredible. That's an irrelevant stat. Why have you brought that up? It's relevant just because Chelsea are a big football club. They yeah, it's not relevant to anything. We didn't need to know that. It's a good, it's a good help that, you know, it, it's, it, it kind of shows Arsenal where they are as well as Chelsea where they are. And I think Arsenal, Lola, I think it's safe to say, top four is done. I, I said that time ago, though. I, that's what I knew. I said it from time ago. So at least, at least we've got Champions League football next season. That's what I like. If you're accepting that top four is done and Lola, you've been talking about title race... Um, that means you're in direct competition with one Manchester City. Uh, Mirad has a Manchester City agenda that he's been begging me to get to. So sorry for taking so long, but here we are. He says, City are not playing like a team that will expectedly go on a 15-game run of Ws in this season. I'm expecting some drop points. Chelsea, United, Tottenham in the next couple of fixtures. Um, I, can't, I can't find his other comment, but he was basically talking about the fact that he doesn't really you know, see them. Uh, 15th of February is the marker Arsenal versus City. If the gap increases beyond seven points, I'm calling us title favourites. Even at seven points on the 15th of February. Mm, yeah, I would because we because 15th of February. If you beat Man City at home, even if you draw, you, the, the points doesn't go beyond. It's not seven, isn't it? it no. It's ten points yeah, potentially. We can because we put it this way: we can beat them. I'm not saying we will, but we can beat them at home. We should have beat them last time. Oh well, yeah, New Year's Day exactly this time last year. Madness occurred. So if we can get, if we can not lose away and beat them at home, then that's when things can actually get properly serious about like who's winning the title. Until that happens, that's not that's none of my business. But mm-hmm. like the, the way City have been playing this season, anyway, it's not the it's not the imperious City that everyone is like terrified is going to kill him. It's a city where the defense is chopping and changing with who's in it. The city where the, the midfield seems to be getting losing the ball a lot more. It's a city where Haaland is, 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 is an inevitable monster, but they're also even if he does score, they don't. It's not a guaranteed win. Yeah, um, I, I, I think there's definitely truth to that. I feel like they don't dominate. They don't like create through the central areas as much as they used to. Mm-hmm. Um, and this Haaland guy, he's such a beast. But do you feel like they're they're just relying on him a bit too much? Yeah, but it's one of the, but it's, a, it's one of the things where it, it's it, 
it's depending on how you look at it, it can be a good or bad thing. Some, so some people relying on Harlem too much is a bad thing because that means it means you can get out if you if you lock off Harlem, they can't do anything else. But then also we know City do have players. You, they have got Foden. They have got Mares when 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 he's on it. Grealish, I I don't know what that man is doing. He could turn it on randomly eventually enough that to kind yeah. of right. But you get my point. They have got players in the wing areas that if they are on it, Bernard Silva, that if we do find a way to like get Harlem quiet. They could still do something else. Like we can't ignore the fact that the boy in the can score from midfield. You, you get what I mean? So it's one of those ones where, but then it's like the city we knew who were like imperious were mad down the wings and centrally. They're no, they're it's, they're, they're no longer down, they're mad down the wings. They're creative, but they, no one is quick down the wings anymore. They lost all their PMP. A lot of it's interior rather than like actually being terrifying wingers who will dock you on the one on one and then get you in the box. Yeah. The, the, the wing, the wingers are just not. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I I don't agree with the the city being higgy this season or anything like that. I think, <laughs> listen, city city are have only lost two games this season, right? And they're still bloody good. They're a very very good side, okay. And and I, I don't think that you know because I'm just going based on what the comments are saying. You know, they're not that great. I'm saying like, look, yeah. this city team are so good. They are very 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 good. Just think about it like this, right? At the end of the day, Arsenal being ahead of them by seven points, yes, City are, you know, they will, they may or may not be panicking, but I hate when City are the frigging hunter because they always catch their prey. They always seem to, right? Or they'll be 15 points clear and, and, and go on their 11-game winning run that everybody talks about that happens every mid-season. And, you know, it's only game nine when we realise, oh, snap, City have won nine in a row. And, and then they continue to do so. City are still a bloody good team. And the fact that this Haaland is in here, I don't think makes the team worse. It, it's, it, it just makes the team different. That's all it really does. They're yeah. still a good side. They've got the most goals in the league. They've got the biggest goal difference in the league. They've only lost two games this season. I think they've drawn three. Right, won the rest in 16 games. They've lost two games. This is this is like the the City Liverpool sort of title races that that we were that we became accustomed to that are still out of this world. Yeah, but we're not saying ridiculously out of this world. That's not, that's not a point. No one's saying they're crap. It's it's yeah. the fall off from what they were. No, yes. no, two things. I just said two things that they're not Higgy, as as the comment was said, and then the other comment was that we see are not that great. There were two comments that said not that, that were Higgy and they were not that great. I'm saying I totally disagree with that. City are phenomenal. They're still phenomenal. great. I think people just kind of maybe, maybe when they what they mean by that is more like they they can be got at. Because yes, they've only lost two games, but then you not think? But what I'm saying is Newcastle have lost one game. We've lost not one game. They've won, they've lost more games than both Arsenal and Newcastle. So no one's saying they're bad, but they're not the same. Yeah. The thing is, but, but I think they were always able to get got out. How many years, how many seasons have they not been able to be got out? I think there's only one year when we say they were bloody perfect. But there was yeah. all the other years, we always said that defence, if you put something on them, they can be got out. I've heard that many times with Man City. And I think this season is no different. Yeah, but I think it's really good. We have to wait and see. Okay, um, I, I want to go through a quick few comments quickly. Quick yeah, let's wrap up. YouTube. Because um, it is it is a mainly Arsenal question. Um, Lola, is Gabrielle on the crackhead list? Nope. Thank you, Lola. I'm glad you said that. You I want go away. <laughs> okay. What do you question about the league this season? Don't say nothing to me. Um, SW- <laughs> <laughs> S- no, but well, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Listen, Chelsea are having a obviously a very bizarre season, but at the end of the day, 18 points. It's not like, oh yeah, they're, they're 10 points ahead of Chelsea or whatever. It might be average. Guys, do you know what 18 points is in yeah, 18 football? Points. 18 points is 
Six wins. Six wins. So <laughs> Chelsea have to win six and also have to lose six to be level. Yeah, we can beat the Emirates. You can't ignore that. We might could beat them. We might could beat them. You can't ignore. Like if you if you want to you want to see how far away you are from Chelsea, from Spurs, from United, you want to see it. You do. I've been gassing up this Arsenal team because uh, I really like a lot of your players. I've been enjoying seeing what Arteta has assembled together. But somebody, I was talking to somebody today and they said to me, if Arsenal win the league, they're on number 14 and they're going to look you in the face and say London is red. <laughs> I said, this cannot happen. This cannot happen. It cannot. Oh, Guys, you, you know me, I've been I've been kind of on board, like rooting for you on the slide. But no, it can't happen. It, um, it's, it's finally dawning on you that actually we are we're London rivals, number yeah, one. Yeah, because we're like we've been in the same ballpark for a minute, but now if Arsenal mm. win this league, ah, it's scary hours. Um Endo says uh, David probably still thinks top four is in town. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do, I do, do you want to be fair to David? But even if he did, even if he did, right? Even if he did think like that, guys, this top four race is the best top four race we're gonna have in in ever, ever in football. Because Newcastle are in the in the in the sandwich filling of this whole de- conversation, right? There is Spurs, there is Chelsea, there is Liverpool, there is Manchester United, there is Newcastle, and who knows? Arsenal could finish fourth this season, bruv. Like you just don't know. Like, like anything can happen. Anything can happen. I will add to you if we finish fourth, I'm gonna be very annoyed. Say again, if we finished. I'm very annoyed. No, I'll tell you when I will lose the plot, Lola. If we finish outside the top four, we're, I'm done. I didn't know. I'm done. I'm going to lose the plot, so I'm going to be annoyed. I'll be fine with it because I expected us to... I, I, top four is an expectation. But I'm yeah. saying I'll be annoyed from this point if we finish... Of course. Yeah, no, of course. Like, I'm not saying... Uh, I'm, 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 I, I won't say I'll take her out or anything like that. I'm just saying I'll be annoyed. I'm just saying I'll be chopping wires. If I see, if I find myself playing Europa League football again I, next season, I'm chopping um, wires. Hey, Robin said that you need to dust off the UCL anthem. Get that CD ready. Hey, listen, it might have changed by the time we get to play. <laughs> I swear, I swear, I got I got some old 2016 version, bro. I need to get that new new. You know what I'm saying? Let's get a new new in. <laughs> I said Oscar stuck enough Arsenal. Do me a favor, man. Look, Joy is Joy is Joy is yeah Joy is. I want Chelsea to build. I want us to have a project. I want us to do things the right way. And the way that Arsenal have been blooding in some of their young players and doing it right, I feel like we need to be on that. Like, bro, I, I've never been... Oh, you can ask Pete. Like, I've never been one to give Arsenal credit for the last 10, 15 years because they've been nowhere near good enough. But when a team is doing the right thing, I'm going to say this team is doing it right. And I wish my team was on that. We ain't challenged for the league in years. I've, I've mentioned Conte was the last time we challenged for the league. You're bum licking players like Rudiger that never got us anywhere near. But now we're, we're here in a battle. Arsenal have leapfrogged us. They're, they're, they're seven points clear. Seven Asad, points clear. I think we're eight from you. Oh. I, 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 yeah, we're eight. Sorry. Um, Asad, you have to understand. It's been a challenge trying to defend Arsenal with Oscar. It's been a challenge for the last 15 years because he's had Hazard, he's had Lampard, he's had the likes, okay? He's had the likes where they, they've... And they've always beaten us. When we, win, when we win the FA Cup, we get the odd 2-1 FA Cup over them. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's the only day in the sun I've got. This, however, this form of Arsenal, I ain't seen this kind of form since, like, 08. <laughs> Adrian said, sack everyone if Arsenal... No, but it's facts, though. Everyone must go. Listen, they must all leave. I disagree. All must leave. I should go. We should all go. Everyone must be gone. Because if they manage to not get Champions League from now, they're all sick in the head. Every last one of them must be fired. 
No, listen, it's a very, very <laughs> there's only one man I'm looking at. There's only one I'm looking at. <laughs> you know exactly who I'm talking about. But anyway, let's get through Oscar these fixtures now. Yeah, we're done with the comments, right? We'll get through the fixtures. Well, um, I mean, Pete, the, the first fixture you need to start on, Abdi065 has been here dropping his little Manchester United comments. He says, My little Manchester United are four points <laughs> off City. Hmm, title? <laughs> Wait, where has he been? You know that even the color avatar has changed. It used to be purple, and I, now I'm seeing it blue, and now I'm seeing it green. No what, way. That's what he does, though. He runs away when there's something up, and then when a bit, bit of form comes, he's back. I think okay. I think he watches every week. He just doesn't comment when United lose. <laughs> <laughs> United play. United played Wolves in Wolves, a very, very tough game. Very rigid, very rigid game. Okay, I went. I will give. Um, I will give Eric Ten Hag a bit of credit here. I feel like he's he's dug Manchester United's team from oh, yeah. the depths of despair. Yeah, to a point where they actually have like decent players playing now. And um big up uh, Robin, he says uh, Rashford hit the snooze button. I get it. Being somewhere for twelve thirty on a Saturday is long. <laughs> so do you, know, do you know what time that team meeting must have been? Think about this, yeah. Think about this guys, right? So team meeting, he didn't say he was late for the game. He was late for a team meeting pre-match. So we're talking what about we're talking like these men must have got to the stadium or like where is the meeting first of all is it in the hotel before they came did they come from manchester that morning mm. do you know what i'm saying like that's an early shift the man was benched for oversleeping this is a farce guys come on ten Hag is just putting it it's, it's annoying seeing actions like this is annoying it's annoying, it's 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 annoying. It's come on it's just putting the foot down early what on Marcus? Not even like one of the people that are like, not even like the serial hey, serial point. offenders. How do you know the serial offenders if they're not actually getting in trouble? Listen, oh, yeah. listen, Ma- yeah, no, Marcus could have slept late before, but he's he's probably their on form player at the minute, and then he's he's benched him and then and then brings him on in the second half, by the way, because he needs him. No, no, because no, he needs him in the second half. But keep it, he overslept, so the punishment was just not starting. I don't think it was, I don't think it was that deep to like kick him out of the game. There's just a bit no, of a... I'll just say, I'll just, why does he have to be benched is what I'm I asking. Question, I'm just question. Was there confirmation that the meeting was that day? No. I don't know what day it was, yeah. Because I, I, assumed, I assumed the meeting was like the day before same. and he just did it, he came late. Yeah, I don't think he came late to the game. Yeah, no, he didn't. Like, I don't, my, no, yeah. he went late to the game, no. He went late to the game. To a meeting on another day, but my whole thing is like, the whole point of being the new guy in charge, the new thing, the new thing, you you have certain things, whether or not you like you like whatever. They have certain things they want to get done. They have certain they have probably like things. It's probably I doubt it was a one off. I missed one meeting. I think it was like a the final nail. Like you doesn't anymore. For your for your sake, for, yeah. for your sake, Lola, I, I hope you're yeah, I hope you're right with that. Come from a good home. No, what I'm saying, I'm not saying he's like a he's like a I'm not saying Rashid is wrong, but he might have done it's like an accumulation, and then that happened. Like I don't think it's that deep. He, he got benched. But clearly, the, fact, the mere fact that he was like on a half time tells me before you're told he'll be on the other half. Do that, it's fine. It's just like yeah. a quick punishment thing. It happens. It's, it's not, it's not by the way, though, but, it was brilliant. Uh, he was well rested. I'll say, I'll say this though, for, not for Ganacha though. Ganacha is, is is a is a baller, and they should have got Anthony off ASAP. And then you bring Rashford on for Anthony. Simple as that. Anthony Taking off Ganacha was was a joke. An- An- Anthony's ugh. Anthony was stinking that game. Anthony. He's been ponging, man. He's been ponging. And I kept saying it from when he came, he's, get, he's going to get away with it because he's got that left, the left shot. Got a good left, left peg, yeah. When he's, when he, that shot from it is really nice. Yeah, right. he's, he's not played well. Like, he's not played well. He's got good shots. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not denying his stats. I think he's got like, I say that, it's probably got like two, three goals. It's not that great. But 
that he hasn't been balling he, at the World Cup. He wasn't good. He has, he's not a very. He's not. He's just the kind of. He's a guy who enjoys ball. He does a couple of tricks. Like a little spinning thing he does. But he hasn't. Like you said, the front three should have been Rashford, Martial, and Garnacho. Anthony should have been the one on the bench. Come on, if you need it. Absolutely. How, how much does Martinelli sell for? If 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 Anthony cost eighty plus million, how much does Martinelli go for? I mean, what? Wait, what happened? Huh? How do we get there? No, no, because I'm just looking at two Brazil. I'm looking at Brazilian wingers, right? I saw I've seen one go to Spurs for sixty million quid, and I saw one go to Manchester United for eighty plus million quid, and I'm looking at my Brazilian winger forward, and I'm thinking he's the best of the three. So what on earth is he going for? I mean, that's all I'm asking. With, with calm heads, no, none of Anthony should not have got gone for nearly as much as he did. It's Man United falling for something and they paid for it. And they must mess up the market, hence the situation with Mudrich. Then they do it all the time. They mess up the market with Maguire, they set the market, they just do this what they do. But like, I mean, if we're going off of what Anthony and what's his name, Richard went for, yeah, Martin Ellis should be in the hundreds. But it won't happen, so it is what it is. But Anthony is they bench, he's not out of the out of the attackers, because they haven't got another striker. Anthony is the fourth best one they've got. So he should be on the bench to come on if they need it. You think Anthony's better than Sancho? Sancho and Dele. Until Sancho comes back, I'm what kind. Where is Sancho, by the way? Did he come back? <laughs> what the hell is this? Getting his head. What the hell? No, no, no. That's a farce, by the way. That's an absolute disgrace. This guy didn't go to the World Cup, yeah? He had time off. Man came back. He's not injured, but he's not with the squad. What is going head, on? He's getting head sorted out, isn't he? He's getting his training in. He's getting head sorted. He'll come back. When he's back, he's better than Anthony. But until he's back, I'm not going to count him until he's back. Getting his head sorted out. Let us leave him, man. He's just having some issues. He's getting it sorted out. I'll be fine. <laughs> man, I said Sanchez oh. in the mountains. I, honestly, listen, I, I, need to, I need to stay off Sancho because I, I will say something that will be ridiculous. Um, so yeah, Manchester United won. Um, recovering mentally, respect mental health. I mean, okay. Yeah, okay. About, <laughs> I'm, move, I'm moving straight yeah. on. <laughs> I'm moving swiftly on. We talked about the fact that um, Maguire should kind of be asking to leave because Luke Shaw is is, is he's fit when he <laughs> picked to be centre back over him. Huh? Is that what? Yo, <laughs> Luke Shaw play that centre half against Wolves. <laughs> Wait, what? Luke Shaw in actual time, in actual play. Yeah, okay. Kicked, kicked off with Varane at centre half. It's Varane and Sancho and um, Shaw at centre back. Varane and Shaw. Yeah. Why did this escape me? Who played left? With, uh, Malassa. Is it Malassa? 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 Man with the big teeth. Malenciaga. Fair enough. Malenciaga, how yeah. How on earth? How on earth is it's that going to happen? Maguire, yeah. Count your days because they play. I can't to Harry Maguire's name, man. Or what? Listen, listen, guys. He's gonna be. He's gonna be a Tottenham player. <laughs> Watch this space. <laughs> I can't wait for this. Spurs with Maguire. Oh, works for him. Back three works for him. Oh, I can't wait. They're saying, they're saying, they're saying Luke Shaw's played a couple of Anthony comments. Uh, Adrian said Anthony's a five-a-side man. Uh, Borla, but not effective on a big pitch. Um, Anthony, he's a five-star skiller. Skill player on FI
Antonio does the tricks, he's a bit more sambo about it, mm. but he does nothing with it. So they stop playing as much. But the thing is, it, Anthony Anthony would be world class if it was like beach football, but it's not. <laughs> Anthony, if, if Anthony's playing for the futsal team, you he'd know, he'd be killing it. He's a futsal legend. <laughs> Jugga Benito. Anyway, um, Bournemouth nil, Palace two. Good win for Crystal Palace away from home. Right. Fulham two. Fulham 2, Southampton 1. Listen, Fulham, they're top seven in the league right now. They are on fire. They're doing bloody, bloody well this season. Benchmark is going, is going bang right now. There you go, bro. Um, and then, of course, Manchester City drawing at home to Frank Lampard's Everton. The Toffees. Super, um, super Frank. Pete, you were talking about with Frank last week. Yeah, I can't believe... Listen, as soon as Erling scored yeah, in the top. first, like, 10 minutes, I said, okay, here we go. Yeah, I said, get that, get that contract ready, because that contract is... That sacking is pending, right? Guys, guys, and then, we're, we're holding on for dear life. Yeah. <laughs> we're holding on for dear life. And I'm, I'm loving every second of it. Do you know why? Because Everton, yeah, they're launching that new stadium. Frank Lampard needs to be the manager when that stadium's open. Yeah? When is that stadium ready, anyway? When is it ready? I mean, it's like 25. It'll be like 25 or something. Nah, bro. It's going to be the best stadium in England. In the championship. <laughs> England. In the Prem. Against, against Derby County and Bristol City, bro. Don't, don't come to me, bro. What are you talking about? Because that stadium looks nice. The, 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 yeah. the, the I'm Googling it to see, to see when it will be complete. That happens if they if they get relegated. Have they started building else? I don't think they've started. Oh yeah, no, bro. <laughs> the structure's all there. The structure's all there. It's cool. Like, it's just the rest of it that needs to add, add on. Call it. Okay, so um, Newcastle United nil, Leeds nil. This was a good result for us, Lola, as well. Newcastle dropping points. I couldn't believe it. What kind of a day this was. I don't even know, man. Um, yeah, Newcastle dropping points. Um, oh, I'll tell you what. On Friday Night Football, David Moyes, Jesus, he's lost again. Five defeats in a row. They've got 11 defeats this season, and uh, they are in the bottom three. They are calling for his head. West Ham nil, Brentford two. Oh, oh. What is going they on? That, there. They made that criminal score as well. It's just insane. <laughs> and he and he done the hammer side. Oh, wait. <laughs> he, started, he started running and he, he freaking yeah. done the hammer side. That's unreal. That's hilarious. Oh man, and uh, yeah, Liverpool beating Leicester City two one again. Liverpool weren't even that great. Oh, to be yeah. fair. Adrian said, "I'm sorry, West Ham United have to pull the plug." They're in the Conference League. They could actually know the They're just. They tend to do well in the Conference League. They could somehow win that, and then they'll be in, but they're going to get relegated in the European yeah. League. They better win it, bro. They signed that Samba dancer in midfield. He's been doing absolutely nothing. They're misusing him, and he's an idiot for going there. Do you know what's funny about West Ham, though? Okay, all right. Do you know what's good. funny about West Ham? I don't know if this is even correct. This can't be correct. There's no way this is correct. Let me just double check something. I'm just wait, 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 wait. Do you, is there a possibility for them to get relegated? I mean, yeah, they're, they're 17th. Oh, they're 17th. Hey. I'll take Declan Rice on a cheap. What I'm saying is that, in fairness, there's like it's like I think from like maybe 15 or 14 down, like a win. It's like it's it's very tight down there. So they could win and they could be out of it. Well, you know, if they get ready, like you said, Rice. I will take Paquetta. I like Paquetta. He's being misused. Being misused. I don't care. I've seen him play. They, they've only they've only conceded 22 goals, and that's the reason I say only is because when I look at above them, right, the likes of Bournemouth has conceded 36, uh, Leicester 30, Leeds United 29. You know, um, even what's it called? Uh, Brighton and Brighton and Hove Albion. Uh, what was it? Uh, 
24 goals. Fulham have conceded 27. Brentford, 28. You know, even Spurs have conceded 25 goals this season, right? And, and West Ham have, have only conceded 22. Like, I don't get how they're there. Obviously, they're not winning games. They're not scoring. But, you know, they, they, but they've, they've only won four games this season and they've drawn two and lost 11. That's outrageous. Smack but they're not scoring. You're right. Smack is there. Smack is not there. I think he's injured or whatever. But even when he was fit, though, I think he came back, yeah. But Moyes refuses to play him. Like, he keeps playing. Even when he was fit, he was playing, not, he was playing on tenure. Yeah, Skamaka's got started the last game, started Brentford, but yeah, not good. Not good enough. They're calling for his head, David Moyes, and I'm, I, I'll be sad to see him sats because of the fact that he got them so high up in the league. And, you know, they, they played Europa League football. They played the Europa Conference League. It would be sad to see him get sacked. But um, yeah, those were basically the roundup for the fixtures. There's plenty of fixtures coming up this week. Um, but we've, before we get into that, who was the goal of the week? Um, I, I, I'm, leaning, I'm leaning towards uh, James Ward Prowse free kick. That was oh, what a peach! It was spectacular. I'm a low gray. Damari Gray. You see, I'm weird about Damari Gray's goal. Yeah, you see before before he took the shot. No. Did he like, did he, <laughs> he, he, he looked like he was greeting Nigerian uncles. He, he t- touching grass, was he? he? Yeah, he did the little the double and then he came back up. Yeah. He slipped and still banged it in. That's brilliant. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. Nah, special yeah. special finish that one. Special finish. Yeah, everyone's saying great. Ajo says great. SW6 says great. Can't can't argue it, man. Can't argue it. I'm going to Murray Gray. Who else got a good goal? Though? I'm trying to think. Like, there really... was a good goal. I think in the um, oh, what game was it? I think the, I think I liked I liked Douglas Louise's goal in the bit of a. Oh, game. that's the one. That's the one. Douglas Louise is actually my favorite. Yeah, that's it's the sure. pass. It's the pass, and then even the way he finished it like a centre forward. I was like, this yeah. is a tidy finish. If we're adding like moves, I'd say the Martin anyone more for Obi absolutely the actual yeah finish. absolutely yeah. absolutely. Also, I love absolutely. the fact that Martin Lilly didn't pass. I love that. Oh. I love, people, so, can you see some people are getting run? It's like I'm sorry, we're three one up. Let the man try and get his goal. I won't. I won't lie to you guys. Yeah, I was there. I was there saying pass it. I was like pass it just to yeah. put the ball back in there. I just need yeah. it comfortable. <laughs> I, I'm the same. I, I was the same. I was saying like square it, square it, just pass the square ball. Yeah. I, I, like, I initially was saying square, but I was like I'm, I also wasn't mad and didn't because it's like when you look we at love- it, if you're three one up, when is he allowed to shoot? My thing, shoot? my thing is, it's the wrong decision if you miss. Yeah, if you miss, it, then I'm saying pass, but you scored, so that's it. Yeah, but I also think if it was one one or two one, he passes it. I think because he was three one, he said why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, yeah, we, if you passed it, you know, we've seen Saka miss them ones before. You know what I mean? Listen, we love the confidence. Bury oh, it. Informed it. That's it. As they say, strikers are selfish. Did you see what Odegaard was doing on Saturday night? He enjoyed himself so much. You know, like last season, I was telling Peter Odegaard is the glue. Like he's the one. People weren't deep in it. Listen, they weren't deep in it. They were no, but here's the thing. I think I had a point with Odegaard. And and what's funny is I'm loving this Odegaard right now because guess what? He stepped it up. He <laughs> stepped it up by <laughs> clearing his head and shoulders right now to what he was last year. Like he wasn't good. But no, I don't know. Yeah, no, he was definitely good. And also, I was I was very burnt from Ozil. Let's be very clear. A lot of my criticism of Odegaard came from the fact that I was very burnt about Meza Ozil. That's where it all stemmed from. That's all. Our whole thing was I don't think it was that Ozil anyway. I think obviously technically speaking, yeah. But the fact that even even before last season and in the when he was loaned in, he was he, he's our leading presser. He was the guy who actually, I was underpressed. So that's why I already knew it was different. Yeah, yeah, no, no. It, it is what it was, isn't it? It is what it is. But, but, um, comfortable, he's comfortable now, he's captain, he's those things, and now he's enjoying himself with his ball, he's, he's on form. Um 
Assad says, uh, Oscar Mayer, what's your thoughts on Dennis Sakari? I never heard you speak on him. Um, yeah, decent, like, exactly what you said. Decent player, sloppy at times. Yeah. I think he's, he's a different profile to anyone we have in our midfield, so I do like that about him. But, oh, yeah, I was talking about Black Swiss because we were linked to him. I didn't like, I didn't want him. You call him Black Swiss? That's insane. He, well, he is Swiss. So. And he's black. And he's black. Fair enough. Um, Endo, <laughs> Endo asks, um, if Arsenal win the league, does he surpass Fabregas and Ozil's legacy? Is that like, Arsenal? Who? Who's he? Who's he? Is that Odegaard? About Odegaard. Yeah, definitely. Of course he does. Wait, Odo, wait, legacy where? As in uh, Arsenal legacy. As in Arsenal legacy. Definitely. He's the <laughs> captain that wins the league. Yeah, he's the captain that you won the league, yes. I am I am less... Like, I love Fabregas in it. So my, it's, it's like, Ozil, I'll, I'll give you uh, Ozil one clear. I'm a bit tougher with the... But probably... He Lola, I, I hear you, but... What, what, Arsenal. So, no, well, he won the FA Cup in 05. Here's the thing. Here's so the thing. Here's the thing. Wow, wow. That's an outrageous take. But here's yeah. the thing. He joined Chelsea, Lola. That was the end for me. Yeah, but that it was the end for me. It wasn't his fault. Who told him It was that? the end for me. No, no, no. Don't get me wrong. I was, I was, more, I was, I, I was very angry with Wenger to not bring him back. By his first refusal. Don't get me wrong. You know, I do anyone who says that if we win the league, Odegaard has a bigger legacy than Fabregas. Same says Fabregas that said, that said he would never play with Frank Lampard and if he did, he would shoot him. He never played with Lampard. Lampard. Just saying, isn't he? He, played he, he didn't lie. So, look. He didn't lie? Uh, he didn't lie. So, all I'm saying is, I'm not going to fight anyone who says that. If you win the league, the thing is, like, it's, it's the fact, and, and you know, you know, like what Van Persie's doing now as well. They're sucking off Arsenal, blood. Both of them. I'm like, nah, move, blood, because you moved to other clubs that, that, that we hated. You, and you knew you hate, we hated them because you hated them with us, right? And it's the fact that, you, okay, yes, Arsenal refused you to come back to Arsenal. All right, you want to go to Chelsea? You could have gone anywhere else. First of all, you cried to go back to Barcelona, no, number one. No. You cried to go back to Barcelona. And, and the year when we kept him a year extra, look what he did for us that year. That year, 2010-11, don't get, me, don't get reminding me about that entire season because that was a horrific season. Then Mr. Robin Van Persie, Robin Van, our captain, joins Sir Alex and Manchester United. And he says it feels great to play at a great stadium, a big stadium. Is he taking the piss? And he wore number 20 so that he could win Man United's 20th title. Lola, it's, it's over. Sorry, no, no. But I didn't say, I didn't, I didn't talk about Robin Martin Odegaard's legacy goes above both of them. Sorry. The question was Fabregas and Ozil. No one spoke about Van Persie. I didn't bring him up. I know. Yeah, I know. why are you going to rant about Van Persie? I didn't talk about Van Persie. Listen, you, you guys took me to a dark place. You lot took me to a dark place. Here's the thing. The fact that the, fa- the fact that Fabregas was mentioned, it took me to a dark place. That's all I'll say. But all, all I said was... Odegaard I, definitely higher. I'm not going to fight anyone who says Odegaard's legacy is bigger than Fabregas. Yeah. I'm just saying, I like Fabregas. Hybrid fabric. <laughs> he did hybrid two seasons, although he was amazing those two seasons, to be fair. You went to you, teams you hated us with. Hated with us, yeah. He went to teams you hated with, yeah. Oh, love that quote. Thank you very much. I think it's like if Odegaard wins the league, then obviously he's the captain. So, on literal, yes, I'm a, I'm a real, yeah. Um, the whole Fabregas thing, he like he's literally a Chelsea legend. There you go, like, there you I, go. When I, like Fabregas's name, every single away over. game I went to last season and this season, Fabregas's name is sung at the terrace. Lola, right. his legacy at Arsenal is tarnished. It's That's over. It's tarnished. It's tarnished. That's fully To be honest, I maybe it's something I don't. I have. I I don't know. I have less hate for certain people. I don't hate Fabregas. I don't hate Ozil. I don't. Van, Van Persie. That one's different. That one's before. I don't. Particularly, I don't. I, what's his name? Uh, my man, African. What Adebayo? Yeah, I mean, can fuck off. 
That one there. And <laughs> Bayo. That one there. That one there is different. But like, he's I played for know. City, Spurs. What? What? That's, that one is different. What? It's like, I just, I just don't hold that much hate for Fabregas. I just don't. Can I, can I ask you guys a question? Um, slightly off topic. Well, Asad just said uh, Fabregas ain't a Chelsea legend for me. That's him, isn't it? Um, but what what is like what is what is leg, like what do you guys consider legend? He's also talking about Cahill, and I'm like Fabregas and Cahill, like they both won two Premier League titles. At yeah, the club. Like, yeah, if, 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 if you're a first team player and you've won multiple trophies with that club, you're a legend. I'm sorry, Cahill was captain. Like for me, so I don't know. Some people trying to say Ramsey was legend. That's a legend. Where no. Ramsey didn't win the tro- the big trophies like that. He didn't win the big honors. Yeah, he's, he's not an Arsenal legend. No, he's an icon. He's not an Arsenal legend. He's a, yeah. Was it cult hero? That's the one. Fair times people t- chatting about Ramsey. It's like there's no legend that came from the, from freaking um, Emirates era. Not one of them. Actually, wait there, wait there, wait there. Fabric. Let me think about Ramsey. Let me think about Ramsey for a second. Uh, look what no, you no. Do. no, no, no. Let me think about Ramsey for a second. And the only reason I say that, Lola, yeah. Like he won. He sing. He single handedly won us. The 2014 FA Cup final, and him. also the and also was it the 2017 one? Like, let's be honest. I, you, you, I, you said cult, cult led, cult hero, icon. I can hear that. Legend for me is massive. That's that the people. Uh, enjoy, yeah, enjoy. But he, but he, well, to be a legend, you need to be of the echelons of the Omnis and the Vieiras and the Bergkamp. Sure, sure. Okay, fine. But I think in terms of the cult hero, he or, or you know like the cult heroes, it should be called the Aaron Ramsey Arsenal Cult Hero Award. Yeah, that's that's, that's where I'll go. I'll go with that because he literally he he, brought, he carried us with two trophies on his frigging back. But let's yeah. imagine the two biggest things we put up on. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay, guys, we need to get through these the, 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 the awards, man. Okay, goal of the week is Damari Gray of Everton. Team of the week. Team 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 of the week. Uh, uh, Brentford. Brentford. Is, I think. Oh, Brentford. Yeah, Brentford. Are we going Brentford? I think Brentford. I think. Yeah, they, I think so. Because they like they 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 slapped over yeah. Everton. Over Everton. Yeah. Everton drew, man. I know. I, and it was. Yeah. And it wasn't like they played well. Like oh, they and they were like oh yes, they, they defended strong enough. City weren't great. They got a really sick goal, but it wasn't like ah. It was Brentford? Brentford yeah. like Brentford were comfortable winners today. If it wasn't for like the whole like your whole argument with the offside and the handball thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Brentford is the team of the week. And who is the player of the week? I'm gonna go Martin Erdegaard. Yes, I'm going I'm going Captain O. Martin Erdegaard. Martin Erdegaard. Come on, Oscar. Rashford, man. <laughs> Marcus Rashford. Man slept late and still scored twice. Why not? Why not? Because he wasn't. Why not? First of all. Man of the match again <laughs> after he was man of the match at West Ham. This week in West Ham and 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 um oh. Brighton and in both games he we're not, was. We're not, we're not doing two game weeks, right? We're doing one. I'm doing it. I'm adding it. So it's, uh, I'm picking Odegaard. You can't remember. <laughs> I'm trying to look for anyone else do something. Nah, you yeah, it must be Odegaard. No one else is really stand out. Yeah, Martin Odegaard for me. Yeah. Um, okay, and who's not that guy this week? Oh, I had one. I had one. Who is not that guy? Oh, um, my man. What's my man from Leicester? Oi! The, the budget Sideshow Bob yeah. look-alike. I can't pronounce his name. Face or Fai? The, the Belgian, in it. Yeah, David Louise, man. David Louise, Sideshow Bob. Uh, 
I'm not, I'm not gonna call him Devin that's, that's that's like shaming Devin Lewis' legacy. No, because this guy was moving stupid. Can we please yeah. shame Devin Lewis' legacy? Can we shame it? I love Devin Lewis. Oh, see, to say he's not that guy is harsh, though. He, that, uh-huh. Those two got... Those uh-huh. goals, what do you what, mean it's own harsh? Goals? What, the own yeah. goals? Yeah. Like, he was deep it. The own goal, like, oh. not, like, put it this way. You know Konate's own goal today? You can hear it. The Konate's own goal today, you can hear it. It kind of bounces under. Yeah, it bounces off him. If I... Whatever... What was he doing for both of them? What was he doing? Now, Peter, for the, for the first one, they keep a shout. They keep a shout. And fair enough, it is, it is Danny Wood, so his shout is not really a confident shout. <laughs> I'm not convinced by a Danny Wood shout. <laughs> he then decides, I'm going to clear it anyway, and he doesn't connect with the ball, and it loops over his goalkeeper. I'm sorry. They put a bet on and do it on purpose. I don't care. Nonsensical. Oh, dear. Okay, face. Is the is is not that guy? Two own goals, two spectacular own goals at that. He is not <laughs> that guy. I said he's a farce. Yeah. He was Leicester City's only signing this window uh, this season. Yeah, okay, very quickly. Second old, the second own goal was yeah, mad. it was. It was. <laughs> it was like slow motion. Yeah. Tell me, yeah. post and he reacted late. How? You also he smashed it into the back of the net. You can't tell me that was in a pitch. Oh, this guy's God. a Liverpool fan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> When I was just calling him out. Okay, <laughs> Bracken says he was unlucky. Oh dear. Um, yeah, I think he was to a degree. Yeah, but that, man, it's, it's, a, it's a bad day at the office. It's a bad day at the office. Okay, guys, quickly, predictions. Tomorrow, it's hot. Okay, Arsenal taking on Newcastle United. It's a big game. It's Callum a Wilson big fit. game. Is he ever? Is, he ever? is, it, is Isaac? Ah, dead. Say maximum. Oh, that, that. Hey, hey, hey! Newcastle are doing a madness without their best players. Without these players, yeah, exactly. Oh without goodness. these players, and they're I third. Think, I think say maximum is fit, but I, I don't think I've heard anything about Isaku Wilson. I saw Wood, Wood was playing, so I don't think Wilson's fit. I need Arsenal to put this game to bed early, first half. Don't give Newcastle breathing space. Quickly, just quickly. Did you see that thing about Ronaldo's contract at the uh, Saudi? Uh... But like if Newcastle get Champions League, he's got a clause in his contract they can go play for Newcastle. <laughs> so what, Newcastle? Newcastle well, they're, they're a Saudi club, innit? Yeah, so apparently there's a thing in Ronaldo's contract that if um, they get Champions League, he gets to go play for Newcastle. I would love to see it. I can't believe it. I just can't believe it. Like, literally, I cannot believe this. The Ronaldo saga is also another one as well. He should be not that guy. I don't know yeah, I'm going for a 2-1 Arsenal victory. Hard fought. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tight. 2-1 to the Arsenal. Oscar? Yeah, I think Arsenal wins probably about 2-1. Okay, any other good, exciting game tomorrow? I mean, you've got Everton at home to Brighton. You've got Leicester City at home to Fulham and Manchester United at home to Bournemouth. I'm going with a Brighton win. Brighton could dress Everton tomorrow, boy. Brighton win. Oh, Brighton at home. Brighton are away. Oh, yeah, that's a good decision win. That's a good decision win. Come Please. on now. I'm going right. <laughs> Matoma has got something for him. Oscar, have, you watched, have you watched the Zerbi ball, Oscar? Have you not been watching the Zerbi ball? I've seen a bit of the Zerbi ball. Mm. I saw him get slapped four the other day. Have you, no, but have you seen Matoma? Mm. Even, yeah. by, even, by, even by your own, own, your own offside thing, Matoma could have, should have had a brace. He should have. He should have. And that, that was a joke as well, because he, he ran back onside and then scored. <laughs> He gained literally no advantage. It was a disadvantage to be offside. It was literally a disadvantage. He ran back on side. All I'm saying is he's got something for Everton in there. He's going to get. He's going to get. His, he's going to get his lip back versus Everton. So Brighton are going to win that one there. Hey man, I, 
Billy Gilmore and against against his dad. Go away, man. Listen to this. So him, uh, I think I think Fulham will win their game, and I think who you might who you might win. Bournemouth. Bournemouth. That's a win. That's a win. Get right. rushing in your fantasy. That's a win. Okay. On the Wednesday, is it Wednesday the 4th of Jan? Uh, what's exciting there? Leeds home to West Ham. This could be interesting. Villa at home to Wolves. You know, Emery versus Lopetegui. I'm loving that. Um, and Palace on TV. Palace at home to Tottenham Hotspur. Give me your predictions. We spoke about this. Um, it's going to be a Palace win. <laughs> I, I'm going to go for a draw. I don't think Palace have it in them to win. One Palace win, Zaha getting uh, yes, man, yes, man. That's what I'm talking about. You know what, Palace? And, do you not think Palace are like pretenders, though? In it, Palace, Palace are your team, in it. They'll do good and bad. So, Eze, Eze, and Alise, they're man, are pretenders. Like. Palace win ten and lose ten, and then draw the rest. That's, that's what they are. Palace are the star, the, the star boys, in it. They just kind of like yeah. They got some fun. They're never, they're never gonna like. They might the best they can probably get to really ninth. Yeah. But I don't, I, I didn't, I, that should I, be a good season. Like, think about it. Like people were talking about how Paris could, could get called into the uh, relegation fight last season. I didn't once hear for them. I knew it was happening. And they ended up finishing. I think they finished tenth. Yeah. I really like. Um, I really I like Elise. Still got a banner up. Yeah. Elise. I love Elise. and Eze, they feel like a bit like um like. I love them. They're vibes, man. They're enjoyment. I like it. They go to the designer store, but they never buy anything. Yeah, but that's like but when they're on it, though. Yeah, you put a Lucy Eze. They still get invited, though. They still get invited to the to, yeah, to, they're, to they're the invited to all the parties, but they never bring drinks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, it's, it's always Zaha that brings all the drinks. It's yeah, just Zaha. Zaha's paying for everything. These men yeah, are just yeah. there. Zaha <laughs> pays for everything. They bring the vibes, and sometimes it's what you need. Listen, all, uh, Lola, I, I need some good vibes from Palace on Wednesday night. That's all I'm saying. Um, and on Thursday, Palace yeah, just mandem FC. Yeah, we said it last year. That's what you have Palace for. Just mandem FC. Yeah. <laughs> um, on Thursday, 5th of January, last Premier League game before we come back, it's Chelsea at home to Manchester City. Oscar, will you be at the bridge? I'll be at the bridge. I was talking to my friend who I'm I'm going to sit next to in the shed end on Thursday. And I was saying to him, you realise, like, we, we just paid money to watch our team lose. Like, we just paid the money. <laughs> like, we literally you know. bought the ticket. That's no, crazy. Guys, this is going to be We're a gonna get Oh, my it's, God. Oh, yeah, I've We're got a City get... comfortable. Thanks. A comfortable 1-0 win, City. 1-0-2, Wait, you know, 1-0 so earlier, when I was saying City are having trouble uh, creating chances through the midfield, that's not going to be the case. <laughs> On Thursday. Not, not this Thursday. <laughs> there will be no trouble. You, you, you want to talk about their wingers not winging? Oh, Grealish will arrive. Mares oh. will, will beat his man. I mean, you can do another silver off the bench. bench. Oh. Just like, do something. Do something for us, innit? Yeah, boy. It's just another favour, innit? It'll be fine. That's like, you know, now that you say that, it's funny. I actually need Chelsea to win. Like, normally I don't ever care about these kind of games because I just want to see good football and see whoever I hate more get beat. Yeah. But I can't have City obliterating Chelsea this week. I can't have it. We'll be singing Aubameyang next week. We'll be like, I'm, sure, I'm sure Adrian can let you know what this feels like, but there's certain games where you don't even get your hopes up that City are going to lose. And I think this is going <laughs> <laughs> I have to learn from AD, bro. I've got, got to learn from AD. Baraka says, I wake up at 6am every morning and watch my team play like garbage. Six! <laughs> the the sacrifice. <laughs> at least, at least this one is an evening game, so you won't be waking up at six. But goodness me! Don't you have yeah, at least this is like uh, this is like a nine. It's like a nine a.m. for him though. It's still, it's still, it's still early, 
My home form oh, it's is like, it's like a World Cup game for him. Lost three <laughs> of my last twenty-eight. You know, Tuchel won eight home games last season. Criminal, <laughs> criminal, criminal. But, because every time Potter plays bad, you see those tweets. Why did we sack Tuchel? And I start to think, why did we? Sack? Then I remember he's a criminal. <laughs> Where did you finish last season in the league? Was it fourth? Third, third, third. Third, okay, third. With eight home wins in the season. That's ridiculous. Oh, well. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, that wraps up this week's Top 4 Podcast. Thank you very much for joining us for a brand new year of Top 4 Podcast action. We will be doing more content as well. Top 4 Podcast. Make sure you find us on Twitter, at Top 4 Podcast. We're available on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTubes as well. Extra time, we'll be coming back as well. Big up to SW6. Um, extra time will be coming back as well and yes more content for your head top Lola thank you very much for joining us it's good and until until next Monday when Arsenal will be away at Oxford United in the FA Cup we will see you then peace (laughs)